uh, so welcome to the... So welcome. (laughs) Listen, this is an ongoing saga of episodes or pod parts of a show called Dan and Grape Presents. This is the the tournament wrap-up show. We just got done with a a mega board bills ornament tournament where we went four pod parts of a tournament from 32 songs down to one the best song so congratulations um spoiler alert to prince uh for winning the mega tournament that was the correct usage of spoiler alert i usually like to say it after i already spoil it spoil something <laughs> so bra- bravo well done Danden Bravo, Danden Bravo. Danden Bravo. You can do spoiler alert, like you alert someone that what you just said was a spoiler. Right. <laughs> I guess that works too. Not as well. Yeah. No purpose. No purpose. But yeah, so, uh, so, but, but those four episodes of the tournament were not episodes one through four of the tournament saga. The first episode was the draft. The first pod part was the draft. Then we did four tournament episodes. Four pod parts. Well, hang on a second. What Sorry. we're doing right now, I don't think should be included in this saga. This, this has nothing to do with the mega tournament. This has to do with the entire season. All right, it's part of the saga. We said this at the end of the last episode. And I agree then, I don't agree now. I well, don't think this should be a part of the saga. You didn't tell us offline that you disagreed, so I don't want to have this discourse on air. I don't want to fight in front of the listeners. I think we should definitely I think we should definitely have this discourse. I think it's the best <laughs> stuff. I think it's our best stuff. <laughs> yeah, but Dave, is it- you think you think this one, this part right now, this wrap-up mm-hmm. show should be a part of the mega tournament saga. I don't think so. This is a but inc- season tournament, board bills, 90s boardament wrap-up yeah, show, the entire thing. Which the mega thing. tournament was a wrap-up of yeah, the season. I, I think the mega tournament, yeah. in in essence, is also part of the wrap-up yeah. of the season. It's, it's like okay. the, it's of the, the, it's the ending saga of the Dan and Brave mega tournament. Of the tournament, of the Dan and Bravo, the D, I'm sorry, the DBPS NFM tournament. That's what it is. The tournament, the mega tournament was part of it. The draft was part of it. This is a part of it. And what this is, is a recap show. Think of shows like The Talking Dead, where they talk about the thing that just happened. Now we're going to talk about yeah. this, the whole season of what just happened. And uh, yeah, we're going to do awards. We're going to do best and worst of a bunch of categories. It's going to be fun. Uh-huh. Oh, can we refer to the, actually? Can we refer to the saga? <laughs> given that I can't dance has become the theme song, let's call this Saga Genesis. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I love that a lot. I was gonna say, um, uh, maybe. Well, I don't know how this is gonna work. <laughs> But I was thinking of Lady Saga, like Lady Gaga. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I don't know how I incorporate that into what we're doing, but like maybe is there a Lady Saga out there that we can uh, can, that can be a part of this series? Well, I'm sure that they sold a if if Sega Genesis came out now, they would probably sell a pink version, Um, or maybe like four four years ago they would have done that. So it was like Lady Saga. Genesis, you can combine all of them at once. Um, what I was thinking too is wait, what? Wait, hold on, back up a little <laughs> bit. Sorry, they would release a Lady Saga. No, like 
<laughs> like it's a pink version because like i felt like four years ago they did that like they would be like oh here's gotcha and so you're saying a lady sega right but you said lady saga which i love yes. but and dad said saga right and i love saga genesis I, <laughs> gotcha i love lady sega too but you just said lady saga which i just want to be clear a lady sega is also great it is but it's different than a leggy lady saga. A, a leggy, different thing. well it's also different than a leggy saga um also, saga is becoming a is becoming one, saga is now becoming one of those words that I think is wrong. Like you know, know. how you say a word enough times and it starts yeah, to like saga. Uh, 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 it's starting to suck now. <laughs> well, but one more saga thing is uh, um, there, saga two. The reason that I love that you said also that you said uh, saga genesis is there is a band from the like seventies and eighties or like a kind of i don't know if they're a, like a prog metal band but they're like a uh, there's a band called saga and i'm sure they play the genesis at some point like i'm sure oh, cool. they oh so, there's probably a um a tour like a poster post, somewhere exactly. saga genesis that says that says saga genesis let's look oh, it up great. see if it's on the internet <laughs> yeah so while as as dave looks it up i'm gonna say uh well i said his name um but yes, this is a great podcast uh, where we have uh, the meetings at the top of the show to discuss things. And uh, what this podcast is called is Dan and Bray Presents. This is part six of the end of the season five tournament saga. We're going to give out awards. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm the opening act, the above the title, uh, lead off hitter. Uh, the Brett Gardner of the Yankees of the early days. Uh, pr uh, presenter Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. Um, yeah, it's DBPSNFM, DBPSNFM, Dan and Bray presents Sports Network for music. Yep. Um, <laughs> probably, no, nah, I can't say probably. I, will DBPSNFM carry on, or is this the end of DBPSNFM? I guess end at TBD. Oh, I'm sure. TBD. I'm sure it'll I'm sure come we'll back. Bring it back in some way. DBPSNFM TBD. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, oh, we should have turn we should have dbps nfm ppv for uh like our patreon <laughs> That's oh the sure paper. Ooh. we'll get our patreon PPV. going someday someday pp view a pp view that's our only fans the dan and brave only yeah. fans sorry <laughs> the yeah, only fans yeah right? the pp viewing pp view uh we're the oh, turn on pp view now Ooh. <laughs> Now available on PPView. Uh, only Dan's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not not Dave's or Brandon's. Only Dan's. Uh, <laughs> God. Nope. Um, with the tournament host bunch, I'm presenter Danny. Presenter number two, I'm on deck. Uh, I've been watching a lot of below deck, so a lot of deck stuff. <laughs> so much I'm deck. Into a lot of, There's a, a lot, lot of deck, deck on, stuff. The, on the PPView. There's a lot of deck. <laughs> yeah. Go to my only yeah, Dan's. You'll see a lot of deck. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm really into this being a part of the saga genesis. <laughs> a part of the saga genesis? Yeah, I got yeah, okay. a part. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, the squeakquel, um, introducing Danny. That's me here for this uh, great wrap-up show. I'm excited. A lot of fun stuff coming, but as always, mostly for us. <laughs> We're always looking out for number... Number one, number two, and number three presenters. And I'm the third one of those, Dave Cologne. I am Trip. I am Triple Nipple. 
oh, I'm presenter three. And how about this, guys? I got a new collective name for all of us. Because sometimes we're the tournament host bunch, right? When we're doing the, doing the, the tournaments. Or the cinnamon host bunch when we're talking about cinema. How about this one? We're 3D. Because we got Dave, Danny, and Don. <laughs> 3D, baby. Yeah, I'm into it. I keep forgetting to call him Don. <laughs> it's so good. For season six, we're going to really bring on the Don, the Don uh, talk. Or the Don naming. It's going to be a big part of season six. We were going to wait. For now. We were just going to wait until I was the, the, the most relevant Don with access to Twitter. And now that I am, then we can bring that <laughs> name back. Donnie Brando. <laughs> Donnie. <laughs> yes. And uh, what we're doing today is going to be a whole lot of fun. Right? Yeah. We, we're talking about like the best and worst of, of the minutes we heard, of the matchups we've heard, of the drafts we we did, <laughs> of the, what else? More stuff. More stuff. A lot of great stuff. Yeah. A lot of topics to get into. I'd say stick around because this will be at least like two to four parts. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, fair. that's safe, right? Yeah. At least two to four hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But we'll uh, we'll divide it. It's not going to be one giant ep, although it is one giant episode. It is. Po- uh, I'm sorry. It is one giant. It episode. It is one giant episode. But we'll div- we'll break it up for you. Even though, as super fan of the show, who's been on the show, Zach Jones, as he said, you don't have to listen to it all one sitting. Take his advice. No, it's right. pretty good advice. And also, guys, you don't have to be sitting to listen to it on the go. Right. Walking. Yeah, Laying exercising. Down. I've done that. Me too. Me too. Me through. I've been hiking. Us three. Listening to this podcast. Yeah, take a hike. <laughs> right. But um, I think we should just jump right into it because we have so much to talk we about. We do have a lot to talk about. Uh, some of the stuff. Well, some of the stuff I had yeah. a hard time kind of figuring out. So I'll steal some answers from you guys. But um, so what should we do first? Let's give the listener like an order of operations here. Should we like lay out the entire thing now and just say what's coming? Or sure. I mean, table of contents. Let's what to look forward to, what to expect when you're expecting <laughs> to listen to the rest of the episode. Yeah. So okay. So we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do the the look backs of the loser look backs, uh, where we look back at oh, songs yeah. that um, got eliminated from the mega tournament and that we want to hear a little more from. Uh, typically at the mm-hmm. end of every tournament for each year. We do one each. Uh, we listen to 30 seconds of a song that we kicked out of the tournament. Uh, but we save f- for the mega tournament. We're going to do two each, and we're saving it for this wrap-up show. So we're going to do that. Um, and then, like Dave said uh, a couple minutes ago, we're going to do some best and worst categories. So best matchup, best uh, or best worst matchup, best worst minute, best worst draft, best worst year, biggest regret. And uh, artist discovery. We're going to talk about artist discoveries. Yes, and we're also going to do um, a head-on-head all our '80s winners from our '80s board bill boardaments versus our latest season's '90s winners. Yeah, yeah. Head on right. head. That'll be '90 versus '80, '91 versus '81, and so on and so forth. We'll do the grand yes. champions versus each other mm-hmm. quickly. I think that'll be fun. 
And that's more of just a verbal conversation about it. I say, I don't know if you guys are into this. If need be, maybe we maybe we can get a tease of a song. <laughs> but oh, we, maybe if we really if have we really like yeah, if we want to figuring you know, it out. But then we'd have to keep okay. it even and play the audio for both. But I think for the most part, we won't be doing that. But if need be, it is an option. Sure. Um, and also, we will maybe sprinkle in some uh, some facts or anecdotes from uh, the podcast to bring up. Kind of like uh, Dan, presenter Dan here, uh, said a little said, said a little thing on the 1992 episode. Oh, God. Oh, man. Like the, so a lot of incorrect very... stuff on this show. I know I have. <laughs> a very At the very top of the show... Already feel, feeling defeated by Dave's uh, two wins in a row, I guess. Dan proclaims that if he wins any tournament, any single tournament from the 80s, that he will put... Hang on. Was Anita Baker... Dave, was that your song? What? Was Anita <laughs> Baker from the 80s, was that your song? It was, yeah. Okay, so at that point, we're talking four or five victories in a row then. Okay, Dave, but... Really. Yeah, but, okay. you know, for the new season. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. Okay, continue. Okay. <laughs> Dave, Dan had uh, made the proclamation that if he'd won any tournament in the 80s, that he would pour Gatorade on his head. Uh, we, there was a lot of Super Bowl In talk. the 90s? In the 90s? Yes. You said 80s. You said 80s. In the 90s. 1992. Okay, it was during the 92 episode. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Um, we, I guess we were talking about the Super Bowl because uh, for some reason the betting came up about how you can bet on Gatorade over uh, a coach's head, and then Dan said that he would do that if he won any <laughs> tournament of the thing. He said, I promise you, listeners, uh, <laughs> like he like you know reiterated that fact. It wasn't a passing thought. He went back to it. He doubled down. I'm ready to compete. I'm ready. I just spilled water all over myself. Oh no, dude, that's that could that could be a good thing because you know how the um, athletes like to pour water on the coach at, at the end of the game as a celebration thing. <laughs> so Gator, Gatorade usually. Okay, but this could be a little foreshadowing to your victory later on. Yeah, but I'm gonna be screwed because that means I celebrated too early. True. Yeah, bad move. I blew True. my load. Bad move. I'm excited, though. Listeners, p- place your bets on which color Gatorade will Dan pour on himself at the end of the tournament. <laughs> You're going to pour we on should yourself. Do that. <laughs> we should. That, we should. That is I a like legitimate that. thing you can bet on in the Super Bowl. I'll tell you what. If I... I'll have to buy Gatorade, though. If I win a tournament in this decade, I'll do that, whichever year it is. <laughs> I promise. I promise. Um, so, just, you know... Brandon, it's so funny you brought this up because I want to say four weeks ago, my brother texted me. He said, <laughs> hey, just an FYI, I've been listening to all of the uh, board bill, bill boardments. Been going through the catalog again to get ready for the mega one. <laughs> Thanks, Gabe, by the way. Thanks, Gabe. Um, Thanks, Gabe. And he said, by the way, Danny said he's going to pour Gatorade <laughs> on his head. <laughs> If he wins, and he said, send Danny Gatorade. And a few weeks ago, I asked for Danny's um, home address. Oh, my God. This is why you asked for my address? I mean, Brandon inadvertently. Damn. It's my fault. I should have uh, talked to Brandon myself. Um, But 
Uh, ex- yeah, expect a package to come tomorrow, Dan. Okay, there's more lore. To there's a little more to this. This was like a month ago. Dave asked me for my address. <laughs> he didn't send the Gatorade till like a few days ago. Right. Like, I gave him my address a month ago. I had to follow up with him to be like, hey, is there anything coming here? Like, you know, it's been like a few weeks. And I, maybe I, it got lost in the mail. I was trying to time it in some ways, but then I also forgot. And then my brother re-reminded me. So, like, I was I was planning on doing this the whole time. Damn, but it is I coming fu- to you, Dan. And I fucked it up. I, like, I guess I inadvertently ruined the surprise. No, this, okay. is, this is still a shock. Like, this is... <laughs> I had no he idea didn't what, know da- what was coming. I had he no idea what, what Dave was, was sending. I this wasn't even a guess of mine. I had completely forgotten that I said this. How much Gatorade did you send, Dave? I guess I'll find like out. Like an eight pack or something like that. Oh, okay. pack. So I won twice. So I'll do, I'll do an appropriate amount for two wins. I guess double what I would have done. <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, sure. Well, you got it. And just I'll, make sure you know, film it. Yes, I'll make sure it's filmed. Please film it. Maybe, and then we'll put it on the Instagram. Yeah, uh, I'll send it to yes. you guys. Um, I'll just I'll, I'll go in the shower I guess <laughs> I was like oh, okay we'll do it on Saturday uh, live on the show right. but this is better you should do it in a place where you can yeah easily clean up and then we can post it online yeah like we don't want you to do it while you're sitting and you put a little bit on your head because you're ruin- nervous that's true I'll you have I'll dunk. have Leslie really do it I'll have yeah yeah, I'll, yeah. yeah she'll full d- pour. I don't. I unfortunately don't have like a giant cooler I could use, like the giant uh, I know. containers. Right. So it'll have to be just several bottles. <laughs> it'll e- it'll either be in the shower or just in my backyard. Right. Whatever you don't dump, I would like to have back. So if you can send that back to me, that's you know a deal. Address. If I'm kidding, that's a that's a deal. But you got to send me my phone charger back. How about that, Dave? <laughs> no. That that I left at your you house. Consider a wedding gift. <laughs> Or anniversary gift. Oh, thank you. You and Leslie enjoy the Gatorade. Oh, that's, that's so nice. Thank you so much. <laughs> this is a gen- this is, is genius. Um, I had no idea what was coming. This is uh, this is amazing. Um, God, I might have to do like a full. <laughs> I might have to do like a full video, like unboxing, like including the do unboxing an unboxing of, of the oh, Gatorade, yeah. and like it'll be like episode one of Dan and Bra- uh, Brave presents. Yeah. The unboxing. Wow. Holy, sh- holy shit. Well, so I'm glad. Okay, so great. So we got that done. We got that taken care of. So look Hell forward yeah. to that. Go to social media. Check that out. So let's do the... Uh, <laughs> oh, excuse me. Let's do the uh, the loser lookbacks. Um, well, do so, we list everything that's coming? We're also doing a ranking. Did you say that? Oh, well, yeah. That's in like the that's next like pod episode. part two. Pod part Oh, pod we're just, part we're just saying what we're doing right now. Yeah, because we don't want to... Yeah, right. yeah. Come on. Yeah. All right. Well, but I want people to listen to the next part. Please do, because be there's more good. surprises coming. Yeah, surprises. This next pod part could be recorded post-Gatorade dump, possibly, and we can get Dan's reaction post that state. <laughs> and that could be exciting for part two, so look look for that from the pod part oh, two. Oh, yeah, that could line up, depending on when it gets here, if it ever gets here. It's probably lost in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Supposed to come tomorrow, so we'll see. Damn. Anyway, this is see. This is why. This is what happens. What this is what happens when I listen to the podcast. Okay, I ruin surprises. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you're listening. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, somebody, um, somebody is. <laughs> so, okay, loser look back. So, like I said, we're gonna do two each here. Now, 
Uh, since we typically do things in presenter order, I don't know, maybe we rotate that because there's a lot of categories and maybe I don't want to go first every time. But for this, I will go first. But I want to already uh, throw a little wrench into the plan by asking you guys uh -oh. a, a question. Okay. In instead of playing 30 seconds of two songs, may I play one minute of one? Combine your 30 seconds. Can I combine my 30 seconds? I allow it. Yeah, I say I why it. not, and I kind of think we sh if you know a part is good, I kind of think you should be allowed to play any part of the song like we've been doing the last couple tournaments. Cool, but right. That's Me up too. to you guys. So I had said in the, in the episode, like, with Amy Grant losing, that I really oh, wanted yeah. to hear the part, like, play you guys the part of the song that we never got to both times it was in the tournament. And well, Brandon, let us, Amy Grant, your wish. Oh, yes, thank and you. And play a full um, minute of this thing you've been... Hyping. Yeah, so I and so, so the reason I, I wanted to do the whole minute is because like I listened to it today and I was like I think I need to hear more than the thirty seconds that I wanted to skip forward to. So we're just gonna go there and do it. All right. So this is. Could you, Brandon, when you get a chance, could you share the tournament bracket screen too? Because I'm definitely not prepared for this. I'll be honest with you. Wow. I'm sorry. Uh, wow. I don't remember. I, I there's no this isn't posted anywhere. I would I would have to do it off of memory. Or or the or listen back to the episode. Or just go again. look on the Instagram. It's all there. No, the mega not tournament. The mega. Not there. Oh, okay. The mega tournament. No. Yeah. Fine. Dave doesn't know how Dave doesn't know how to do the mega. Thirty two like, I don't. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I could find a thirty two bracket uh thing, right? Template? Yeah. Like the one Brandon uses. <laughs> uh okay, so Amy Grant, good for me. Um it appeared in the tournament, it was brought back by uh, Dan. Nope. Yes, Dan, right? But, you brought by it back you. In. Oh, by me. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, into the mega tournament. Both times, we didn't make it this far to hear it in a song. I'm going to go to uh, like two minutes and go from there. So now where we all stand on this song, we love the verse a lot. And then the guitar uh, <laughs> comes in. In the chorus, and it, and it, and it, uh, we don't love it as much, but I wanted to hear the rest of it with you guys. Oh, whoa, that's amazing. What the hell? And there's more, and that's one minute. There's more. It's like it gets like it gets so good. <laughs> I will say, Brandon, though, most of what I just heard was amazing. Yeah, I'll put that out first. But then it goes in a direction that's not <laughs> unlike the minutes we heard. Right, right. Then it goes into something that kind of sucks, yeah. like the the guitar solo <laughs> and the keyboard solo. That's where it goes over the line, it crosses <laughs> right. a line, exactly, turns into some shitty 
cheesy shittiness. Right. But the other thing we heard, and I I apparently have heard this before because I've listened to the full song. I know I have. Right. At least twice. <laughs> Don't remember it being that heavenly. I just, oh I think God. it's so funny. Like, even with the bad, like, shitty parts, it's still like, it, like, this song is so crazy it's so fun it's crazy like really great vocals she's like a christian pop artist and it has this organ and guitar solo like everything about it is just really funny uh and i enjoy i enjoy it quite a bit um it makes me uh really happy um so (laughs) so i'm glad that we got to listen to uh that part of the song Damn. We didn't give it enough. We didn't give it enough of a chance, probably. That's because uh, that part's great. That bridge is like really fun, <laughs> especially yeah, the but, especially the first part of the bridge. Danny, she screwed herself. Like we're open to her being excellent. But you know what's funny is like it's weird when this I happens know. sometimes. Like <laughs> I definitely don't mind that chorus nearly as much as you guys. Like in that clip I sent you of us listening to this and Dan says, I have my vote. I was like, oh yeah, he's voting for Amy Grant immediately. Like I thought he was just like, <laughs> I, I was no. so convinced. Like, cause I was like, I don't really don't mind it as much. I mean, it is cheesy and, and stupid, but I, I love it. It's still fun. The whole thing is fun. Like I have fun listening to it, but it is true that the first part is like more genuinely good. And yes. then the second part's I totally nah. agree. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree <laughs> yeah. with that. Yeah. It's a, it's a perfect storm of good and not so good. But that was but worth it, Brandon. It. That was that was insane. Yeah. That you just played. <laughs> so those are my lookbacks. I, I claimed uh, one full minute. And um, so, I like that. Dan, what would you like your... I mean, it's Demi Jeremy Jordan without question. That'll be my first one. Oh, JJ. Oh, JJ. <laughs> um, okay. I don't know which 30 seconds, to be honest with you. Maybe let's do like, go like a minute and 30 in, I guess. I listened to this album. It's great. <laughs> Whoa. It's ballsy to come out in the 90s with that name. <laughs> After like... Um, oh, Jordan, other Jordans yeah. have shown such excellency in that period. Yeah, it's risky. It's risky. Um, it's probably just his real name. <laughs> <laughs> Still, that's too risky. Too risky. Should have yeah. changed it. Oh, where am I going? One minute, 30 seconds? Uh, I guess it doesn't matter. Maybe, maybe you know, you could just go with the one minute mark. It's fine. Because yeah, I don't... Okay, I think there is some it. cool stuff. Lee. We didn't hear it. Yeah, so... Yeah, because it got eliminated after the first minute. Right. Yeah. So yeah, let's say let's see what was next. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Thirty seconds. Can you go louder? I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I know it's good. I know it's good. <laughs> it's better than Dave's shit world song. Come on. Build, that's build not fair. Around the world and hi, hi, hi. <laughs> well, I can't that's not fair. My baby. No. That's not the fair to Lisa. Um, my Lisa. Okay. Um, scroll down a little more, Brandon. That didn't sound like the first minute. I don't know why. <laughs> I like uh, the first minute better, actually. 
Um, let's see. Go to the opposite side of the bracket, please. How about my Lisa? <laughs> Consider that, Dan. That's a good song. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> well, okay. We we need to play. I don't know because I don't. Did we do it on the show? Did we play the as yet part on the show? We did already. We did yes. We did already on the yeah. show. We did. Yeah, we already did that. We don't. That need wasn't to do that just again. between us. No, it was on the show. Are yeah. you sure? Yeah, really? positive. Yeah. Okay. Then uh, I want to hear more of the Jodeci song. I was really into that song. Very cool. I was considering Jodeci. Okay, Jodeci at the one minute mark. This is a good song. It could have went far. Holy shit. Kind of like um, Cisco. Cisco, yeah. Yes. Very much so. Yeah. Very Cisco. Um, Cisco. I like it. Sixco. Oh, very Sixco. Very Sixco. <laughs> very Sixco. Um, Dan, that was one of my ideas to look back to, but um, yeah, I always like looking back to the new songs that you know, right? That we've yeah, never heard. Yeah. So the song that I want to definitely look back at was a song that in the first round went against the eventual winner of the whole damn thing. Baby faces whip appeal. All right. And if you remember, we actually listened to a 17 second appeal <laughs> from Babyface, <laughs> <laughs> which was not good enough to get him to the move whip, forward. That's right, the whip appeal. I forgot about that already. <laughs> and then the whip was used as evidence against Babyface himself, and he was thrown into jail. <laughs> well, I'm here to tell you that he's now been put out on bail. Uh, his case has been dismissed. Babyface is a free man in the wow. world of Dan and Brave, and we will listen to 30 seconds of his excellent song, Whip Appeal, from the 1 minute and 17 second mark. Or 18 second 18 mark. second mark. I already got it queued up right there. <laughs> okay, excellent. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here is Whip Appeal by Babyface at the 1 minute and 18 second mark. Really good. Angelic atmosphere. I went. I went a couple seconds past because I forgot about the time already. Um, Appreciate. <laughs> um, <laughs> that song great. is it's very serene, good. It's great, beautiful. You know, it's not a song that's gonna really go too far in the tournament. Sure, because it it's taking its time. Yeah, it's good for the bedroom. <laughs> yes. Yeah. For the Coliseum, not so much. 
<laughs> right. So, and then my other two options were, because I was, Josie was my other one, but I was also thinking Celine Dion's All By Myself <laughs> or UB40's Here I Am. Ah, <laughs> uh, please and I think no. I should go for the second one. Ah, <laughs> uh, what, Really? Yeah, just for the hell of it, because I know you guys really don't like it. <laughs> you really don't want to hear Celine Dion belt the end of that song? Yeah, I can what, do it on my own time. What did UB40 go <sighs> against? Could you, where is that in the bracket? Uh, who did? Oh, Paula Cole. Paula Cole in the first round. Right. <sighs> it's another opportunity, missed opportunity with the Jeremy Jordan switch. Which <laughs> right. Will, yeah. Oh which, yeah, uh, dude. That was which, not. That's the most obvious one. Why didn't you go for that, that? That will come up in a few minutes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to hear what they do. Um, I'm willing to give UB40 another chance. I wonder if I can guess exactly what it will sound like. Here we go. Here is UB40 with "Here I Am" at the one minute mark. Actually, hold on. How long is the song? Uh, there are three minutes left. It already sucks. It already <laughs> Go sucks. Go from the two minutes <laughs> and thir- 30, 15 second mark. Fif- See if we get a bridge or something. Okay, here we go. Two minutes and 15 seconds. Sounds like karaoke. Oh, they're shredding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. That was (laughs) it sounds so stupid. That was that was way worse than the first minute. I'll tell you that. I might have to change what I had for worst minute. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think I might have to change it now. Like that was terrible. No, but that was worse than the fir- <laughs> first minute of the song. That is so. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna have to change my shit. This is not a minute. This is a look back. You can say this is your the least favorite look back, like the least fruitful look back. All right, I'm giving an off the uh, cuff award right now. Worst. <laughs> uh, so if this is a look back, then this would be like the worst instant replay award. Like, if we're worst looking, use right. of a, yeah, worst use of an instant right. replay. Yeah, worst use of an instant replay. Like the, <laughs> that goes to this just now. Like the play was so obviously the right call, and like <laughs> asking for review is just wrong. It's like a yes, exactly. Tuba solo. What was that? Yeah, it sounds so <laughs> yeah. stupid. It sounds so stupid. Was it MIDI oboe, Dave? <laughs> I don't think so. No, oboe no. always sounds better than yeah, that. Yeah, it wasn't that good. No, it, it wasn't yeah, as good. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it's <laughs> MIDI tuba. <laughs> I'm I'm glad we did that. That was fun. Uh, the the only other song I was considering, well, not the only, but the other song I was considering if I didn't do um, Amy Grant was to play the the key change of Sting. But then I think that we did that, didn't we? Do that? Yeah. In you the did other that. look back. Okay. Yeah. So right. Then, so that thing you, you did, did that. Right. Okay. So that was the lookbacks, the loser lookbacks. Um, losers. Okay. What do you guys want to do? And we're not looking back at them ever again. Ever again. Yes. Deleted from the show, especially that song. Um, mm-hmm. What, uh, okay. So what category do you guys want to do first? Anything you feel strong about? 
I can tell you what that I put next in my notes, if sure. you guys care. Sure. Best and worst matchups. Okay. Okay. Are you down for Brandon, that? Brandon, yeah. do you not want to continue going and present your No, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go first for this one. I feel... I was going to say, why don't All we right. just every single seg- new segment... Sure, we rotate. We rotate. Sure, go ahead then. So then Dan. So then me. Okay. All right, so matchups. So these are individual um, head-to-head matchups throughout the entire decade. We're giving out awards. For best matchup, I wanted to point out two here. One, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say it's the best, but it was one of my favorites. When the Rod Stewart's went against each other. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I, would, I pointed that out too. Yeah. Yes. That was great. Uh, have I told you lately versus reason to believe? That whole debate was very fun, very funny. That was from 1993. Yes. Um, I listened just to that today. Adult contemporary uh, battle. Like, they, you know, but Rod against himself. From the uh, same like, unplugged and seated album. Seated album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, dot 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 that, and seated. Right. That whole conversation, and I feel like we were split on what was better. Also, I feel like we were kind of. I think we um, reason to believe ultimately won. I think right. I voted for the other one though, right? I um, think that's right. Yeah, I think I, I voted for reason to believe. I think me and Brandon did. Dan yeah. and I were kind of like. Like feel like even though we both like have I told you lately kind of better like we both were like oh I love this song but then some reason t- reason hit to believe hard like it hit us like in like emotionally that that week yeah and he right. really slowed it down and milked it for the audience's sake right yes in the intro so I wanted to call that out but ultimately I think and I'm probably I know I'm forgetting I know I'm forgetting so yeah I'm it's you going guys to happen it's, it's yes, going to happen but like. Back at one versus Heartbreaker in 1999. Right. That was Great. that was a that was a crazy one for me because you, you know back at one I thought was my shoe in, but it went up against Heartbreaker, went to overtime, and I voted for Heartbreaker. Right. I, Which I was broke a my own heart. Yeah. I broke my own big. heart. Now, but wait, yeah. is this your best or worst matchup? That's no, that's that's the best. Beca- well, it's interesting, right? Because right? that's I have that perspective on a couple of these things where it's like, well, it's okay, bad, like, yeah. It was the most competitive and shocking. I think that right. goes in the best in the best category. Right. Uh, you know, like worst matchups. I think is just one where it's obvious, or both songs are not good. Like that's what I think is worst. Right. But we'll get there. Not necessarily um, emotionally worst. Like hardest right. for you. Right. Right. More but like I accept quality. That I accept- the songs weren't great. But yeah, you can I, look at it either way. I like looking at it either way. Yeah. So should we go around and just keep talking about the best stuff? Or should I go to worst now? Uh, yeah, let's do best. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Some that you didn't say. Uh, I liked Tina versus Rod also in 93. Yep. Because we had like the older, raspier oh, rock yeah. stars going versus each other. The, ro- the Rod yep. song was Reason to Believe. If I gave you time to change my mind. And Tina's song was I Don't Want to Fight. Yeah, because they both kind of fill the same space. Same hair, same voice. Yeah, culturally, they're very like similar, so it was cool to see them head on head. Head on head. <laughs> head to head. Uh, I also liked um, another sad love song versus If I Ever Lose My Faith. That was that was From 93? Yeah. Because that was the wow. one where yeah. we didn't get to hear that part that Brandon loved from the Sting song, I believe, right? Yeah. 
and me and I think me and Dana ended up voting for another sad love song, and that like brought Tony Braxton to the finals and eventually winning. Right. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. Uh, one I really want to bring up too was oh, Madonna, Frozen. Versus Lorena McKinnett. Uh, McKinnett. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Mummer's Dance. That was that was a cool one. Stylistically, they 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 meshed well. Like they're both like this new agey, cool, dancey thing. That was 1998. But ultimately, my favorite of all of them was Phil Collins, Something on the Way to Heaven. Versus Go West, King of Wishful Thinking. And the 1990, 1990 finale. Right. Oh, Phil got that far. Oh my! I didn't remember that. I don't remember that either. Oh. Listening back yesterday, because I remember them being like we kept saying like how similar they were. Right. We were saying back then how much something on the way to heaven's chorus sounded like King of Wishful Thinking, and oh yeah, also, that's right. When they got there. Phil Collins beat Rhythm Nation by Janet Jackson and Go West beat uh, Jane Child Don't Don't Want to Fall in Love. love. And both sides, we went for like the sillier, (laughs) goofier... Oh, that's insane. Uplifting songs. (laughs) Which really set the tone for the victory. But I I mean, I love the scene, those two pathetic, powerful songs go head to head that was that was that was fun yeah that's crazy too that they each beat like this like powerful right woman pop song like with this like the same kind of like style like that's interesting that's really that's an interesting way that panned out right wow Wow. anyway those are my favorites cool brandon so i i kind of have uh, yeah i have two to point out one is similar where it's like this is such a tough decision and it, it again it, a song that i grew to love up against a song that eventually won was the round one of sarah mclaughlin adia against yeah. deborah cox oh right um nobody's supposed to be here because it's like already like the second i saw that i was just heartbroken because i was like these are like the two best songs in this draft for me or this tournament so you know tough choice but Canadian, both Canadians as well. Yeah. Yes. So tough choice, great matchup. Um, but ultimately, uh, you know, upon listening back and seeing like what became of it, my favorite matchup is going to be uh, Aerosmith Crazy versus Warren no. G. God. <laughs> because oh, first round. First round. Just because of like the tone that it set for Aerosmith's run and like Dan being so against it god like he, yeah he was and that so, was just that was only the beginning and that was only was the beginning only the beginning i know and like you were so into wins two more times yeah <laughs> so yeah just like the, the tone that that set i was just really laughing at it and and uh like i just was so taken aback in that moment because i knew the song but i just it really i really loved it i was like really feeling that whole episode i kept talking about how i was like getting back into vocals 
And uh, so I, that's like what I kept, like that's I kept great. saying that. I was like, I'm just like really into vocals again lately. And uh, <laughs> so, so like, yeah, you're really identifying with Steven Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> what, what he was capable to do. Yeah. That was one of the most fun tournaments to do just because of how and how crazy it kept getting. Yeah. They like, kept beating the the odds and all the way to the finals. I was hoping they would win, but it just didn't pan right. out that way. Dave's it whole was attitude like, was like, don't worry about it, man. Don't worry, yeah, man. That was, like that, that whole was thing so, was so funny. That was insane. so funny. Yeah. So I, I love that because it, it just set the, <laughs> set the scene for a great tournament. Um, so yeah, that was my favorite matchup. I think it, it beat Madonna secret in that tournament. I think that was one of the matchups. I think it, I think, I think so. And yeah, I, it must've, because it's the same. I remember thinking same year. I remember same side. Voting the, the ag- I remember voting against it no matter what, but I remember saying like actually God, this minute versus Madonna Secret is a little better. But like I voted against <laughs> but I voted against it anyway. Cause I was just like I was so anti that and I still am. I like um But yeah, that that whole thing was so fun. Yeah, that was great. All right. Um so all right, so worst matchups. Do do you guys have some for this? Yeah. Yeah. I only have one. I only have one, yeah. Okay, well, I mean, 98 Degrees has to get mentioned. I mean, <laughs> I, I, well, from my perspective, I didn't hate the 90, like, the 90 Degrees thing, I was, you know, I, I knew that song. I was like, yeah, this is fine. But, yeah, I just remember just commenting, like, you guys there? Like, what, what's going on? You know, like, <laughs> and just so, like, this, the lack of analysis made that one of the worst. Um it went up against Foxy Brown and Jay-Z, which is a good song. But, I mean, just the lack of anything, I think, makes that a pretty terrible matchup. Funny, but, like, our conversations were funny, but the matchup itself was, like, there's nothing there. Oh, and another one. I know you guys don't agree with me on this. Um, I hated that I had to put in Nirvana Smells Like Teen Spirit. I hate that um, matchup. That was such a fun... Listening back to that, that, I was, like so, that, one. that was a really fun discussion, too. That versus Snap Rhythm is a Dancer. I, I don't need to hear Nirvana ever again, and I don't want to hear it ever again. I'm sick of that song. I don't want to hear that song ever again. I'm tired of that song. All right, all so, right, we hear you. So that's from 92. Tired of yeah. hearing you say you're tired of the song. <laughs> like, I get it. I heard you say this on the podcast earlier. <laughs> I get it. It's a shit matchup. We didn't need I it. Get it wasn't it. fun. You think it's a shit matchup. We get it. It's not fun. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um Are you done? Yes. Uh <laughs> so I pretty much love every matchup in their own ways. <laughs> but the one I thought was probably the weakest, because I remember on the show us saying, <laughs> Oh man. This is like the last matchup of the Sweet 16 from that year, and it's definitely the worst in terms of like both songs being the lowest quality. Do you guys remember this? It was the Bodine song, Closer to Free, <laughs> versus Total... Uh, I wish I wrote down the name of that song. Losing You or... To- how did how did the Bodine song go again? Everybody wants to Oh, Kissing You by, by Total... total. Yeah, I, well, do you remember that? I think it speaks volumes that I could. Rem- I don't remember how either of these songs go. So, like, we were laughing at how bad it was, and there was like <laughs> were two songs that I put in, and I could have put in TLC <laughs> right, digging right. on you instead. Insane. It was just like, 
like a, a weird decision by me. So that stood out as like as being a low quality matchup. Right. There's worse songs in the in the whole show, but that was probably the worst. Like both low tier quality songs going versus each other. Right. Mm. Yeah. There's definitely more standout low points though. I think. Yeah, so, like, I consi- I mean, like, I thought about the 90 Degrees thing, but then I was ultimately, like, yeah, but that con- yeah, contributed, like, to the show in a fun way. So, I, th- what I wound up choosing actually are nowhere near what I would say are bad songs, either one of them. Basically, when I heard back, I was like, I don't remember this matchup. I remember the songs. And, like, our analysis of each song, it was just like if a computer kind of just, like, generated, like... <laughs> things about saying things about music like like it was just like so unremarkable and 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 unmemorable it was the domino song against erasure oh ghetto jam yeah ghetto jam against uh erasure and like again like both songs totally fine but we were just like oh yeah like this sounds like a little bit like this and this sounds oh and yeah that's like cool and then we heard erasure like oh yeah that's like pretty cool and that sounds a little bit like this and uh okay here's how we vote like it just was like it contributed nothing to the lore of the show it had nobody that <laughs> Damn. like like it, you know what i mean like there was no lingering effects like it was just like here are these two songs that's it <laughs> like right you know, right no lingering impact on the on uh the Wikipedia page for Dan and Bruce presents. So it kind of just was like, yeah, I guess like that just uh, by default for me, you know, I can't pinpoint anything to it. So that becomes the worst. It was like the most lackluster. Yeah. Medium hmm. middle of the road matchup. Yeah. That's they're a good, both good yeah. songs too. I remember yeah. both. Yeah. Them. They're, they're the songs are fine, but we just were like, it just felt like we were kind of like going through the motions on it. Like we maybe we were tired yeah. by the time we got to that or yeah, something. Happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so yeah, that's that's mine. All right. So, so Dave, those are the matchups. Dave kicks us off with whatever the next category is. So I have drafts up next. Okay. Okay. You guys wanna do that? Yeah, sure. sure. My runner up for best draft was 98 1998 okay this is what i had 1998 i had five when the lights go out lorena mckinnett the mummers dance Praz odb at maya ghetto superstar jennifer page crush mace featuring kelly price feel so good public announcement body bumping drew hill we're not making love anymore gerald lavert thinking about it and i was Punishment Bald, Marcy Playground, Sex and Candy. <laughs> so, as you can see, there were some negatives there. I was given the Punishment Ball, Marcy Playground. But everything I put in that wasn't that song that I had to put in for Punishment, I loved. Lorena McKinnett, mm-hmm. Prize, Jennifer Page, and Mace featuring Kelly Price. All those songs are like a 4.5 for me, at least. Yeah. So, I have a lot of really great memories singing about those songs. But my favorite draft... I think my best draft was a year I actually won. It was um, 1992. And then this year, I had the KLF, Justified and Ancient. Oh, yeah. Technotronic, featuring a Kid K, Move This, Def Leppard, whatever. Richard Mark song, um, En Vogue, My Lovin', U2, Mysterious Ways, 
Hammer, Adam's Groove, <laughs> Mint Condition, Breaking My Heart, right. Prince, Diamonds and Pearls, Unreal. and I Stole, Snap, Rhythm is a Dancer, and Genesis, I Can't Dance. Yeah. Yeah. So. Solid. It's solid because there was like great songs that I didn't even put in. Right. Like U2, Mysterious Ways, and En Vogue, My Loving. And even my bad songs were funny, like Hammer's, Adam's Groove. Right. That's a great draft, yeah. And then I had two like just absolute bangers with Men Condition and Prince, pretty much unbeatable songs. Right. Um, so that's why. And that's they went. Why, and they um, went against each other in the mega tournament. And because of the strength of the um, two power songs, I was able to make some fun, slightly risky decisions, like putting in the KLF. Right. <laughs> that featured. Um, Tammy Wynette on vocals. It was a yes. weird mixture of country and right. electronica. And then I had our theme song of the season. I can't dance. Genesis should have gone farther. It didn't. <laughs> anyway, uh, what about your guys' best? I really enjoyed 1995. Um, I had Subway, this little game we play, which was a YouTube song, which I had for, like so I'd like forgotten about it. Um, that that was good. Sugar Hill, AZ, Thank You, Boys to Men, Can't Stop Loving You, Van Halen, Players Anthem, Junior Mafia, Best Friend, Brandy, Carnival, Natalie Merchant, Dear Mama Tupac, Stevie B was back, D'Angelo, Brown Sugar, and then I stole, yeah. I stole Runaway and um, You Gotta Be by Desiree. Uh, so obviously Runaway and Desiree like really elevated my draft by stealing them. But ultimately, I think the one that I just enjoyed listening to the most in terms of prep, like, I feel like a lot of times I kind of know what I'm going to put in. Like, I honestly, like, looking back, like, didn't have a lot of really great drafts. Uh, Danny, yes, probably you, you know, obviously have us beaten. Uh, but just a lot of mine always <laughs> kind of felt, like, pretty predetermined by the time it came down to submission time. But the one that I had the most fun listening to was 1998 Ooh. for me. Uh, where I had Puff Daddy, Victory, uh, Leanne Rhymes, Looking Through Your Eyes, Spice Girls, Too Much, TQ, Westside, John B., They Don't Know, Madonna, Frozen, the 98 Degrees, Because of You, uh, <laughs> Lord Tariq and Peter Gunn's Deja Vu, right. All well, Saints, Never Ever, and then the ones that I stole, LSG, My Body, and Sarah McLaughlin, Adia. So like there was just like a very like a, like a lot of stuff I didn't know. So it felt like right. It was just an enjoyable part like year for me to be like okay I actually have a good amount of songs to choose from. A lot of them I don't know, and uh, yeah. So I, I that was definitely my favorite, like my best draft in terms of like my experience with it. That's cool. You guys, I mean, it shows how good that year is because you both had good drafts. Yeah, but you didn't have the winner. Danny did. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It shows how good I that know. year is. That's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I have a year in front of me that hasn't been mentioned yet because this was the only draft where I truly had true domination. I think you guys <laughs> remember it because it's pretty recent. It's 1999 where I get oh, where yeah. everything fell into place and I, <laughs> and I got everything I wanted. I got the right balls. You know, I so... My draft of 1999 was all I have to give Backstreet Boys, okay? Um, Sometimes by Britney Spears, great song, didn't even put it in. Mambo number five, Lou Vega, great silly song, didn't even put it in. Miami Miami Will Smith, probably the best Will Smith song, didn't even put it in. Great song, I Um, even like it. I even like it. Dave even likes it. That don't impress me much. 
that was a popular Sh- Shania Twain back at one Brian McKnight very tragic ending for that song but um, I took a risk that was the song where I selected it with the ball I got but if it would have gotten drafted it would have been eliminated from the history of the show if you guys <laughs> right. remember I took right because right. it was my call my shot but I picked it with the whatever ball where you could pick whatever song you want I, I can't remember the 101 101 ball thank you then there's Back to Good, Matchbox 20. That was fine. I didn't put it in. Fly Away, Lenny Kravitz, which I like and Dave doesn't, but I didn't put it in. Bad draft. Um, <laughs> and then I also had Please Remember Me, Tim McGraw. That was the only shit song I had. And then, But I also had The Winner, When You Believe, Whitney Houston, and Mariah Carey. So like, yeah, hell of a draft. I mean, that's the Did best. Did you say Backstreet Boys or no? Yeah, all I have to give. That was the first one I said. I love that song too. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like amazing draft. Um, I don't have it in front of me, but 98, I, I had a pretty good draft too. Uh, <laughs> uh, we've all kind of said how that was you know, a good list of songs there, but yeah, 99 was easily my best draft. Great. Um, my worst draft was Danny's best draft. 1999. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense. Truly when everything was falling apart <laughs> yeah. for my <laughs> brand and it was not great so here's my story with 1999 i drafted tyree sweet lady not very memorable i love that guy he's great in the fast and furious movies but not a memorable song not great my one beacon of hope was mariah carey's heartbreaker great song (laughs) had to put it in I literally had to put it in Pearl Jam's Last Kiss because I got the punishment ball. <laughs> right. Song sucked. <laughs> Fastball out of my head. I put that in too for some reason. <laughs> I thought it'd be kind of funny, but it sucks. Brandy almost doesn't count. Uh, not great. Everlast, what it's like. Come on. <laughs> Joe D. Messina, a lesson in leaving. It's not even up to Blue Jean Davies country standards. Um, and those are pretty low. Tall Backman, she's so high. That's eh, pretty good. Right. And Len, Steal My Sunshine. Eh, it's pretty good. It's good. So those were pretty good, but they weren't like winners. I only had one possibility to win there. I just basically knew that year was not mine to shine. And I accepted it going into the uh, going into that tournament. But yeah, it's rough. Rough draft. It was a rough one. How about you guys, uh, Brandon? I mean, it's the same year, <laughs> ninety nine. Uh, I took all the good stuff. Yeah, it looked, yeah. Look, yeah look that's what, what happened took, that year. Look what it took for you to win. Dave and I had to have shitty drafts. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, and again, it's like this is just. I had one, two, three, four. I had six songs, so I had right. I had almost no agency. Um, I had NSYNC. God must have spent a little more time on you fine like it, you know i didn't put it in it was fine goo goo dolls black balloon like the song you know it's not gonna go i like you know yeah, it, we liked it, it we liked it but it's not gonna like you know uh, uh go crazy in a tournament joey mcintyre stay the same uh sugar ray someday Boring. only got a, only as far as it did because of the political ball uh <laughs> black 808 um which was fine and then nsync and gloria music of my heart like underwhelming oh and yeah so it's just like it was just not right. a good, not a good draft. Not a great selection. Not a great selection. So, congratulations, Danny, for winning 1999. I guess. Look at what your competition was. Thank you, but I also win worst draft. 
based on what you guys just said. I promise you, I've had many more worse dra- average drafts than both of you guys have had. I mean, maybe that's okay. not, maybe that's not true. I, I don't. <laughs> I haven't looked at all the data, but yeah, I had a, a series of underwhelming drafts. This one was definitely the worst. Okay, here we go. I'll, you know what? I'll start with what I think is the best song on this list: "Crazy" by Seal, and it's not even that good. And that's the best song. It's good. <laughs> did it get far? I don't remember. It was the Matrix song, right? I think it did. Was that the Matrix one? You got a little far. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's the best one. Uh, All This Time by Sting. Not that good from what I remember. Um, Great. Something to Believe in. Poison. Terrible. Um, Oh, that's bad. Place in This World, Michael W. Smith. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Thought it would be funny. It was kind of funny. Mostly shit. Um, After the Rain, Nelson. Not memorable. Pretty bad. Right Here, Right Now, Jesus Jones. Okay, like stupid, and then tempt- yeah, I, and then, I hate that song. And then temptation, temptation by Karina, which it is was okay. That's that's the draft. It's terrible. Yeah, that's not great. It's a terrible draft. That's nineteen ninety one. That's not great. <laughs> yeah, not a great one. Really rough. Not a great one at all. Really, really rough. <laughs> Our um, condolences, but you got better as. <laughs> Uh, the years went by, and me and Brandon got worse. So 90, think about that. Ninety nine made up for it because I got all of the best, all of my favorite stuff in one year. <laughs> yeah, you you left a decade on top. Thank you. Not as on top as I left a decade because I won the mega tournament, <laughs> but you had those two years at the end that were, you know, that's that. Those are great years for you to win. I allowed you to win the mega tournament. Don't you forget that. I allowed it. <laughs> um, that's true. So what about best and worst minute? Um, this one, this one, I, this was probably the one that I had the hardest trouble with just because I, I didn't do as much. Like I didn't get a chance to finish as much research as I wanted to. Um, so again, I kind of went with like, what contributed to the most fun on the show right okay so here are like the three that i just like wrote down the first time we heard the diamonds and pearls like bridge section yeah was just a lot of a lot of fun um really enjoy oh, and I, you can pick your favorite of all these and we'll, we'll listen to it okay because that's uh, what we did on the last gotcha okay oh, great. Uh, okay in the 80s wrap-up so my second favorite was the uh the keith sweat minute where we all were just laughing very yeah. very very yep. hard amazing um because it was so much fun but in the similar vein my favorite minute when i listened back to it today was the kind of the whole saga of blowing kisses in the wind there wow. we go <laughs> damn i put both Keith Sweat and Paul Abdul in like my runner-ups minutes for just entertainment value. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I, it was so much fun to listen back to the blowing kisses in the wind because I start like I I start like on one side of it and I kind of like come out. You switch, as, like, like you start to hate yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. He really starts to hate it like minute two, right? <laughs> yes, it's the second minute where I'm like, what the fuck? Like she's <laughs> like I'm defending her in the beginning. Like Dan's like she's not singing on key, right? And I'm like, well, it's a hard song. She's doing her best. <laughs> by the next minute, I'm just like, oh, this is so terrible. Yeah, so funny. Yeah, that, that's a good call. I guess I, I didn't really go in that direction. Like in terms, of, those are the best. Like us 
like discussion minutes. I mean, oh, sorry. Do you have more, Brandon? Sorry, if you had, if you had more. No, those were like the three that I wrote down for for that. Okay. Which one do you want to play? Uh, I guess by blowing kisses in the wind. Okay. Um, the second minute, I guess, we'll go to. <laughs> Here we go. Now I think she's not that bad. <laughs> I never thought she was that bad. goes back and forth. <laughs> I think certain parts she's better it's, than others. Yes. Right, yeah. Well, and it's because her vibrato is so big that's like sometimes she's there and then sometimes it's not. Yeah. Like so it's just like it's not as bad as like in that second minute the first time. Like I don't know what it was, but it just like really got to me. Uh, but it still was just really fun to listen to. And it's not I mean it's not great, but the song is cool. Like I I, I, I actually like that song. I like the song. Yeah. Dan, but Dan was like, no. He's like, no. Way. Like you were like, no. The song is bad. <laughs> it probably mostly bothers me, but listening back to that, I guess it doesn't bother me as much now. But it mostly bothers me. I guess is the best, <laughs> is is the best way to put it. Like I just think it's a little annoying. Um, and I wish somebody. I like else, the song. I wish somebody else sang it. I wish there was somebody else singing it. Yeah. Yeah. I like the song and the vocal performance, honestly. At this point, <laughs> I can't. I can't imagine anybody else singing that song. <laughs> can't um, imagine anybody else. <laughs> no. What about Madonna? No one could touch it. Oh yeah, Madonna would be good at it. Yeah, really good at it. <laughs> yeah, great, great. Madonna yeah, be great. Song, be yeah. perfect for her. Um, okay, so I didn't go as in depth in, into this category as I wish I, because I know I'm forgetting good stuff. Um, Diamonds and Pearls is is the actual choice, the bridge part. Got to give respect to okay, mega tournament. Come on, new kids on the block. That minute, like oh, later. Yeah. Oh yes, like yes. the first we got to Jordan hear the full, yeah Jordan Knight later yeah, on that Jordan we got to Knight. hear for the first time. That was sick. Yeah, I mean those are really like like the two standouts I could think of. You know, off the cuff. Oh, and uh, nobody's supposed to be here when that explodes. That's an unbelie- oh, yeah. unbelievable minute. Towards the end of the song, Winnie um, Houston and Mariah had a minute like that too. That got really big, you like know? the third minute of that. Yeah, yeah I like say third minute. Yeah, that yeah. got really big too. All of Go West. I mean, every <laughs> single minute of that song. You know, it's it, you know, especially in the mega tournament towards the end when we're laughing pretty hard. Um, yeah, those are all the high, yeah. I'll let, Dave, you can go now. I mean, those are the ones I could just think of. Do off you want to listen to one? Oh. Um, well, my pick is Diamonds and Pearls. Do you have a different favorite? Or is that your favorite? I fa- do, yeah. Okay, then let's listen to, I guess let's listen to Diamonds and Pearls. Well, I mean, we heard it so much in the in the mega tourney. I, I mean, 
I don't know what would be good to go. Was there anything I said that like we haven't heard in a while? I mean, all that is kind of recent. Um, um, maybe the Whitney and Mariah one. I'd rather listen to Diamonds and Pearls again. <laughs> Put it on. So like the bridge part. Yeah. Right. Minute three. Right or minute two? It'd be like two thirty. I mean, because two he, three? he does like two insane things. I think right. Aren't there like yeah. two parts? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this minute, really. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we need to hear the extended riff. That's what I want to get to. Yeah. I think the best minute for me is Deborah Cox's No Invite is Supposed to Be Here, minutes three to four. Yeah. From 98. I also really want to shout out the first minute of Love Sneaking Up on You. Oh, right. Because we were so happy then when we listened to that <laughs> yep. first minute. Definitely. Um, but yeah, let's play let's play Deborah Cox. Three minutes. Oh also yeah. that first the first minute of Phil. Is so good. Oh yes, the first that minute of film is so great. Yeah. That is kick ass. It's so good. Yeah. All right, here we go. Here's three minutes. Yeah, this is the minute that I said that was my favorite. Right. When yeah, this is what it. brought you back, back in. Back in. This is what uh, brought me back to the faith. Made you a believer again. Yes. shit man yeah my favorite one listening back recently worst minute <laughs> any come to mind is <laughs> ones I, I mentioned already around like in the show right now but brandon, it's your turn though brandon yeah i, I think i for, i think i forgot to write one down for this i thought i i noted a couple in my head if if they, they pop up um i'll say it but go ahead uh invisible man i mean Notoriously, just there's just nothing there. And uh, Michael W. Smith, 
awful. <laughs> right. Um, I'll, I'll say I'll say Last Kiss is is definitely one of the worst minutes because I just wasn't great. Wasn't great. What song? The Last per- Kiss by Pearl, Pearl Jam. Jam. Pearl oh Jim. yeah, that was shit. Um, and then uh, Nirvana smells like Team Spirit. <laughs> the one I think was the worst. I think it got the worst reaction from us was Sex and Candy by Marcy's Playground. Yeah, yeah. Oh, true. We were yeah. so negative. All three of us were so negative on that song. Really, truly hated that minute. And I don't think there was that much of an entertainment right. factor behind it. Yes. Right? No laughter. <laughs> That's a good call. Yeah. So why don't we re- try to recreate it right now? Sex and Candy by <laughs> Marcy's Playground. Let's uh, let's check it out. <laughs> uh, here it is. What? Oh, what minute? The minute first one? minute. Not you minute. only heard one minute. Yeah, I wasn't gonna move on. Downtown by myself, and I had so much time. Hell yeah. And then there she was. Like double cherry pie. Yeah, there she was. Like double cherry pie. Like disco super fly. Uh. I smell sex and candy hair. And I remember we were discussing why it blew up. It's just because it's called Sex and Candy. You know what I'm saying? I I, I couldn't hear what you're saying. I I don't know what you're saying. Turn turn it off. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta let the minute play, Dan. (laughs) Turn it off. Um, <laughs> what were you saying, Dan? We were try- I remember we were trying to like come up with why it was like a popular song, and it's just because it's called Sex and Candy. Like that—that that was the. Oh yeah, it's part of it. Like it's just two things that people fucking yeah can't get enough of. Like perverts. Like besides that, I mean, it's just such shit. Like it's so low energy, low effort. Most people can get something that sounds better than that out. <laughs> Of a recording, <laughs> I think, you know? Really funny, and yeah. the guitar is just, like, so shitty in the mix. The drums sound like shit. When they go to the chorus, they don't add anything new. It's just, like, this is bad. It's really not good. But it's 90s. <laughs> it is 90s. Yep. You can't say that it's not. I did write down one thing that I forgot to say in the matchups. What year was um, the Keith Sweat song, Dave? 90. It was 90. Mm-hmm. Not the um, one we went crazy over. So Was it? Make You Sweat? The one we were dying laughing? That was the one that we... Yeah, that's 1990. Um, so this was a great moment on the show. I want to just... This is kind of going back to... This is going to be my best matchup for a best hypothetical matchup. Because what happened was... It was... The first song was Unskinny Bop, right? That I had to put in. Right. right? Yeah. Which we all kind of had fun with. Yeah. Um, now, we... We divulge, we like segued into a conversation about how like Brett Michaels is like David Lee Roth, like super light. Like there's like many steps in between him, like the two of them. And then Sebastian Bach came up and then none of us said uh, unskinny Bach. 
Uh, and just listening back, I thought that was a pretty bad missed opportunity. Uh, so I just wanted to point that out here that we none of us said unskinny Bach. Unskinny Bach. But we did say uh, Dave, uh, Dave said Bach of love, which is very funny. Nice. Uh, so I wanted to just right. br- bring right. that joke back. So it was a great little segment there. And then we talked about Keith Sweat, where we had the discussion about is he a good singer, and. Dan and right. I were defending Bobby Brown. Now, we talked about Bobby Brown for so long. I oh, was like yeah. con- convinced that I was voting for right. Bobby Brown against <laughs> Keith Sweat, but there was no Bobby Brown song. So my best hypothetical matchup is Bobby Brown, any song versus Keith Sweat. <laughs> because uh, <laughs> Right. I, That's so funny. <laughs> Dude, there were definitely a couple times, Brandon, where you just voted for the song before we heard the second one. <laughs> That's definitely happened a couple times. It happened. You're at like, least yeah, once. it's gonna I get my that. vote, and like, we yeah. hadn't even heard the next one yet. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I could remember specifically what. There yeah. were a couple times hey, that what happened. What was that? Yeah, I forget which. I didn't that get to listen funny. to it yeah. yet. So, but yeah, so that's my best hypothetical matchup. I was so hard into saying like, no, Keith Sweat is really good, and Bobby Brown is not that good. That was like basically my whole argument was that Keith Sweat was like as good as Bobby Brown, right, in his own way. But like that's definitely not true. Like listening back too. But I do love Keith Sweat's voice. Yes, Bobby Brown is definitely a better singer. I still don't think he's an amazing singer. Like Dan was saying, he was an amazing singer. I thought he was like a very proficient, like like amazing singer. I don't think that's true. He's a good singer, but he's not like uh, like he's top better tier. than Keith Sweat. He's That's better than Keith Sweat. I can I can definitely say that now after listening to both. What, what about by Brown on the Mass Singer? <laughs> I don't know. He wasn't <laughs> wasn't his best work. I like his rendition of In the Air Tonight, though. <laughs> My God. <laughs> the uh, the, <laughs> he was a the, crab. The last other thing that I, f- I forgot to bring up, uh, and I wanted to when Dan uh, chose Diamonds and Pearls for his best minute, that you were very adamantly voting against it in the first round of its appearance because of Boys to Men. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. I thought I thought it like was a little annoying, but then the song just grows and gets amazing. But yeah, I remember that. That's fair. Well, because I... I love the uh, uh, first minute so much. I love the beginning yeah. of that. Yeah, no, I just Which thought it was sig- significant because that you know obviously won the mega tournament. Right. So, Dave, what is next? I have best worst year next. Okay, so Dan, you're up. Okay, um, I wrote down two here, and I don't remember which one I like more. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, I got it. My runner-up is 1993. Mm. Okay. 93. 93, okay. Because that's... um, It's Joey Lawrence. (laughs) It's It's Joey uh, Lawrence versus Janet. Janet If. If. You have Tony Braxton, another sad love song. Sting, If I Ever Lose My Faith. Tina Turner, I Don't Want to Fight. Prince Seven. And the Rods matchup. The Rods matchup, yes. Great great year. Uh, Great year. Love the Rods. Um, also, year. Prince Prince versus Michael. Um, oh yeah, I didn't want that. to mention Michael. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> now, I, just to double back on that one because this is one of my runner-ups too. I'll just say too, but Tony Braxton, <laughs> uh, Tony Braxton, uh, another said love song against Bon Jovi, "Bed of Roses," and um, <laughs> D- D- Dave, 
Dave's reaction to Bed of Roses is so, so funny because you're like so tempted to vote for Bed of Roses. You're like, oh, right. It like, like as soon as it's done, you're you like, seduced me. Yeah, you're like, hmm. <laughs> you just My give God. like the most, you give the most earnest, huh, like in the world, <laughs> like that you're like seriously considering. Like, you're like, I don't know. <laughs> Terrible. He won me over. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> song is shit. I don't even remember it, and I can tell you it's shit. Remember he was channeling the great Italian tenors in yes, that song? So yeah, Dave says his name is Bon Jovi. <laughs> yeah, he really brought that original pronunciation of his Italian last name out. And then Dan says Andrea Bon Jovi, which I thought was you know, funny. <laughs> so, Thank you. So great. So I just wanted to point that I'm glad you mentioned 93 because I had that written down. Yeah. 93. That's the runner-up, uh, but... My favorite year, the best year of all years, is 1992 uh, for Dan. 92 is your best year. Oh, okay. yeah. Eas- uh, kind of easily, I would say. Um, Nirvana. 90- 92 is Mint Condition. 92 is Diamonds and Pearls. 92 is Genesis, yeah. No Son of Mine, which is really good. Um, the heavily debated Paul Abdul song and vocal. <laughs> Love it. I Can't Dance, our theme song. Amy Grant, Good For Me. John Cicada, Just Another Day. That's 1992. Yeah. That's all. And it, a lot of great. I mean, that's the year. Did for you me. say the one by Elton John? <laughs> no. Great, great song. You loved it on the episode. Really? Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. That's another good one. I forgot about that one. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my favorite year. Shout out to 99, um, just because I had that great draft. But I do think it's in <laughs> third place. Okay. Yeah. 92 was my runner-up year, Dan. Okay. Because it had the entertainment factor with Paul Abdul blowing Kisses in the Wind. I really like that novelty-ass matchup of Right Said Fred, I'm Too Sexy versus the KLF. Oh, yeah. Justified and Ancient. Plus, it had some strong songs, Men Condition, Prince, Elton, two Genesis songs, two Amy Grant songs. Um, mm-hmm. I like Nirvana. John Staccata is great, too. But I thought it had like a little bit less variety because of the duplicates, and there were some lower points, um, but no true low points. My favorite, undeniably, and I think we kind of like pointed towards it because it was both me and Brandon's best draft, 98, baby. Yeah. So strong. Yeah, good year. Check this out. <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin. Adia, a five. Deborah Cox, nobody's supposed to be here. A five plus. <laughs> Laura Tariq and Peter Gunn's Deja Vu versus Mace featuring Kelly Price feels so good. New York hip hop at its peak. Yeah, that's right. Excellent. Yeah. Two Spice Girls songs that were fun to make fun of. Too much and spice up your life. Mm-hmm. Buster Rhymes, Dangerous, and Missy Elliott, Sakatumi, rap going to the next level. Uh, Madonna Frozen, Lorena McKennett, The Mummer's Dance, Backstreet Boys, Everybody. We had a lot of laughs with LSG, um, oh, My right. Body. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Oh, also ODB, Praz and, and Maya, Ghetto Superstar. I love that song. But a um, couple low points, Marcy Playground, Sex and Candy. Um, yeah, Uncle Sam, year. not that memorable, but... I like having a couple low points in there too because it, that gives you a little bit of variety, 
you know? So I thought it was the strongest year all the way through. Definitely some songs that I truly, truly love from that year, and I had a lot of fun um, doing it, I think. What about you, Brandon? I had every year mentioned as, like, my runner-ups. Like, I had 93, 92, uh, and 98 as, like, Probably like all of these are probably maybe better years in terms of music, but again, I kind of was going all my categories based on the show and the episode, right. um, and so my winner is uh, 1994. Uh, okay, because so <laughs> the first discussion of Brian Adams, please forgive me, against Tevin Campbell, always in my heart. Wow, like a really like a really funny like conversation um then the warren g uh versus aerosmith crazy which i already pointed out as being right such a great matchup um us three us three cantaloupe versus phil collins every day another honest contender for best matchup because phil won that minute without singing remember it was just piano just piano he won just with just having piano but it was the promise of more phil in the future yeah (laughs) oh yeah Hello? Brandon? Lost you, Brandon. Uh, it's game over. It's, it's funny. We like we, we saw Brandon in, in the panic, like visually through the Zoom, but he couldn't hear us. So we saw Brandon in a panic that he was disconnected. And then like he froze. Is he frozen no, now, for you? Yeah, now he's frozen. Oh, no. He's Madonna frozen. By the way, Dan, I did like a full point system for every year. A stud, stud and dud point system. Okay. So, for example, 1999, the rating was seven studs and three duds. <laughs> oh, so with the individual songs. songs. Like, oh, that's fine. I thought there were seven studs in that in that year and three duds. And then everything else was, like, in between. 98, I had 12 studs and one dud. 94, <laughs> the year he's talking about, nine studs. Zero duds. Interesting. So, and I also remember um, ranking this episode, 1994, Board Bills, Bill Bordament, my favorite episode of 2020. Oh, I I get uh, where he's coming from. In the end of the year, look back. Yeah. Then we had Janet, Because of Love, Against Madonna, Secret, like two of our, you know, big juggernaut ah. s- stars of the podcast mm-hmm. uh crash test dummies versus bonnie Raitt. uh <laughs> so that was the that was the first time we heard love sneaking up on you and we just like we're loving it and then crash test dummies not only was the discussion about that song like really fun but we like did a ranking of what the most common uses of mm would be like, is it most common when you say it once, twice, yes, three times, or four times? Like, do you remember that? Yes, <laughs> yeah. I did, like, like a whole, like ranking on that. So then there's the domino versus erasure, which I said was just like a whole bunch of nothing. Uh, and then Debrat functified against Tim McGraw. Don't take the girl. Another really like ah. fun discussion and and matchup. And then the one it, that got away. The one that got away. And then immature never lie against uh, steel prayer for the dying. So another one that got away. Another one that got away. Another one. So Before just like time. that was a really, really like again. Maybe it's definitely not the best music at all. Uh, right. And maybe even like the weakest winner. But a really, really fun episode. Like a great year for the podcast. 
Yeah. I was telling Dan, Brennan, that that was my favorite episode of the whole year. Wow. I put that number one. 94 is my favorite episode to do and to, to listen to. It's a great episode. So that's a good point. Episode-wise, I would agree with you. But, like, tournament-wise, maybe not so much. No. But I do like it a lot. Yeah, I think 92, ultimately, maybe was my favorite year. But, uh, yeah, there, there was some good stuff. 94 had my... Ni- yeah, nine stud, zero dud rating. <laughs> uh, yeah, Brandon uh, missed that part when you described your rating system, Dave. I, I did a rating system, so for every year I I did studs and duds. Studs were all the songs that I loved. Duds were all the songs I didn't love. Right. And I didn't count anything in the middle. Okay. So nine <laughs> studs, zero duds for 94. Very strong rating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, all right i'll post my official rating uh online and on on the blog all right so moving on to worst year yes all right i wonder what's going to happen here i had a pick right away um me too pretty much i think after i did the rating system uh, i think 1991 was the worst year 91? I think 91 was my least favorite, looking back in it. Interesting. It was Interesting. It was that year where I also had just the shittiest draft that I just shared. Um, right. It's it's Love Will Never Do is the winner, which, you know, great song, but, you know, not, not to make Brandon feel self-conscious about it, but, you know, he put a song <laughs> yeah. back in that we, we've, over, <laughs> you know, overly talked about. I think it's just kind of like a sort of an anticlimactic winner. Uh, but you did have LL Cool J around the way, girl. That's a good song. And Seal Crazy is pretty good. Everything else, I don't, I don't care. I don't care about anything else really? in that year. Let's uh, see. Celine Dion was good. Dan, you don't remember loving Rhythm Syndicate Passion? No. <laughs> you did at the time. <laughs> yeah, like the, the round and round is okay, is good. The Tevin Campbell like song. that one. Seal Crazy. The Sting song is not bad. It's fine. Yeah, it's, I, I, okay, I wrote down 91 as not great, as, as like my runner-up for worst. Let's see. 91, I gave a eight-stud, one-dud rating. It's lackluster. Uh, it's not it's memorable. Not, it's, it's definitely on the lower side. It's because I didn't even, I haven't listened to it recently, but like looking at just like the main bracket, I'm like, I don't, like, I don't remember any of these songs, and I think that that's a bad sign. But I remembered most of them, and they're like, fine. Okay. There's nothing amazing from that year besides Love Will Never Do Without You, which I'm overly familiar with. Right. Okay. I think that's fair. I think it's a fair reasoning why it's the worst. Okay, Dave. Um, my worst was 1995. Uh, I'll, I'll just say now mine too. Ultimately, the rating was seven stud, two dud. Okay. Why did I do that? Because least amount of songs that I truly love... Songs I do love from it are the end to you song that sounded like uh, Bruce Springsteen <laughs> uh, piano wise in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Right. The winner runaway by Janet. I love mm-hmm. that song by after seven. Yep. And I especially love Monica's don't take it personal, but it's kind of samey in terms of sound. Right. A lot of mid tempo R and B by not particularly standout artists, you know, couple yeah. like no names that didn't really show their stuff it has a glorious song that's not that good 
yeah, turn the beat around. Like right. if you have a like a not like a mediocre glorious song, then it's gonna be a, a bad time. Yeah, I mean, I ended up liking that U two song for some reason. <laughs> And that was kind of uncomfortable, right? And like brown sugar, brown sugar was there, but it's like in a tournament format. It's just kind of like yeah, it's not right for the tournament. Yeah. Um, what else was it? So Desiree, you got a B. I liked it. You guys liked it even more. Oh yes. That um, and Runaway, that and Runaway are my favorites, and that's kind of like the two that I love. Yes, and that's why because this was definitely a consideration for me. Yeah, because when I was going through all of these brackets. 95 was in consideration for worst year, for sure, but I, I just love Desiree and Janet Jackson so much and Brown Sugar, whereas in 1991, I, I just don't feel that way about any of the songs in, right. in 1991, really. Like, um, besides, again, Love Will Never Do, but, um, you know, I've just heard it a thousand times at this point. Whereas Runaway, Brown Sugar, and You Gotta Be, I'm like very, very into all three of those. And After Seven, I really liked also. That's true. There's some songs I really like in this, like I said, but for whatever reason, it just has this like mid-decade haze to it that I think it just lacks the variety that I love from a tournament. Yeah. Oh my God. You want to hear something crazy? I'm pretty yeah. sure this was our favorite year in the number ones show. Season two. Season two board bills. I think 95 is our favorite year. Oh, really? Because it has like the least amount of songs or it has like not that many songs. It was just like, yeah. I think it was it was at least my favorite. I don't know if it was all three of ours, but it just has a lot of stuff. I, I I'm pretty sure I could be you know make a lot of stuff up on this show. Notoriously, <laughs> I remember liking it. Is that the one with fantasy? It's uh, it was um, I think Seal uh, Kiss from a Rose. Oh, Kiss from a Rose. I think Mattel Jordan. This is how we do it. I think this is how we do it. Like yeah, I think it had not too much. Uh, scrap that's what i'm saying yeah it was like a concise power year so that's interesting that the rest of the year is shit it also has take a bow yeah so all the good songs were in the the number ones yeah so what do we have next now dave regret or artist discovery oh regret i must have passed over regret a while ago so let's do regret yeah let's do regret who's up now dave uh me. me Okay, the two ones I wrote down, I think I've said this on the show already. My main regret is not stealing the Polo Cole song, uh, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone, from Brandon right. in the 1997 draft. Right. I decided to not be a strategy player in that moment. It could have really fucked over my whole legacy because Brandon won that year, and then I lost the next two years. Thank God I won the Mega Tournament, so we're all good. <laughs> but <laughs> um, that was probably my biggest regret. Although I do feel like it is a very much more of a Brandon song, so I do, in the end, after everything sh- shook out, I'm glad that it was under his, that victory was under his brand. Then the competitor in me wishes I stole that. Sure. Now, a newer one, a mega tourney one, is me putting that as yet song into the mega tournament. <laughs> we didn't have to do that. We already heard the Peter Cetera great moment on that episode. So no need for me to just put in that song. Not that it's bad, but unnecessary. It already had a shining moment. I could have put in 
one of those Mary J. Blige songs or the Joey Lauren song. So it's a regret. Whatever. I mean, it, it's still kind of fun that I put it in. But anyway, what do you guys think about regrets? So I actually have I have a bunch of stuff written down. So I'm gonna kind of I'm gonna kind of uh, damn. It's a tough but, way to live, man. That's a tough no, way to live. No, trust me, you guys, you you guys are gonna like this. You guys are. This is gonna be. This is a different take on 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 regrets. So number okay. one, regret. Okay. Uh, so one of the regrets that I did not go forward with the idea of making us merch for. Uh, I'm so depeched. Like uh, like oh, yeah. like suffer from depression and make like depeche mode shirts, uh, <laughs> around that because I think it's really funny. Um. I think that's uh, a really good. And don't don't forget Joe Joe Pesh Joe mode. De, yeah Joe De, Depeche mode. De, yes, yeah. it was it was Je, Joe Pesh mode. Joe Pesh mode, right? So <laughs> I still mode. think that's a really I still think those are uh, really good ideas, and um, so that's my regret. Still can do it. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, why regret that? It still can happen. Another thing in the category of re- regret that I became very close to changing my stance on uh like acoustic unplugged performances rod stewart like really started like pulling me back into that world and like i could hear my voice go like maybe i don't hate it as much as it no like that's an outlier fuck most of that style and sound coffee shop acoustic guitar no uh, I'm not, and because I said on that episode, that was the same episode where I kept saying like, I'm in, back into voices, and I'm like, and I was like, you know, maybe I'm just like getting older, and this is hitting me. Listen, I think I, you said you're back into acoustic guitar too. Though. Okay, I never said that. I still said I never want to hear. A, I said I never want to hear a, on the version I listened to. Yeah, I think I heard. That. I said I never want to hear a blues scale on acoustic guitar. So at least I didn't go like too far, but I so regret going as far as I did. Your regret is like almost. Is your regret yeah. is an almost. Your regret I, I, yeah. is like leaving. Yeah, like I regret he, I even he let it get flirted with yeah. the idea. I regret even like like letting my guard down that that's that, that much. It was an that's, impurity. It was like an impurity yeah. of what you believe in. Yes, that's, it was. That's so funny. That's uh, good. So that's like <laughs> that's some like it's really Catholic actually. Yeah, <laughs> he regrets like, the thought. Yeah, the thought. The thought is is bad the, enough. The thought of almost doing something. Yeah. Um, so I regret that. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, okay. So, um, <laughs> so I was listening to one of these episodes today, <laughs> the one with uh, that Tevin Campbell. Uh, it was actually the second Tevin Campbell appearance because uh, it was after Round and Round, right? Yeah, it was the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, <laughs> oh, so I'm in the car driving i'm eating popcorn having a nice little trip eating popcorn and uh dave says you know last time you know he was only tevin years old and now he's tevin teen and i laughed i laughed so hard like in the car like it like really like made me laugh i was like i don't remember that joke that's a really like that that's really funny and then dan says wow brandon didn't like that joke and and now I'm like, wait, what was happening? And then Dave says, Dave says, oh, I think he, I think we lost you for a second. And I, then I come back and Dave was like, oh, you'll hear it on the episode. Now I never, I don't listen to the podcast. So I didn't hear that until today. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, uh, so at first, I actually thought about that recently because like I've been listening to the episodes again too. Yeah. And there's like moments when there's like cutouts and like we we lose Brandon and I'm thinking actually I don't think he's heard any of these like conversations like when he's gone right that's funny yeah that's funny uh, and so 
I had this like weird thing where I'm like in the car, I'm like laughing at Dave's joke, and I was like, why wasn't I laughing on the podcast? And then Dave Dan calls me out for not finding it funny, and I was like, what was I doing? And then you reveal that I wasn't there, or I you, I couldn't you I couldn't hear it. So my regret is uh, not listening to the podcast. Wow. Wow. That's the nicest regret of all time. Yeah, that's, a, that's, I was like, that's really good. I was like, I was like, these guys are these guys are funny. I like these guys. <laughs> so I've been trying to wow. tell people. Yeah, like more people got to listen. Guys, listen to the yeah. show. It's funny. Even us. I heard a great joke. It made me laugh. <laughs> a lot of good well, stuff. That makes us happy. Th- thank you for sharing that. That's great. Wow. I feel like we just got a letter from a fan. <laughs> yeah, you got a new listener. Yeah. 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 Always fan, great to hear. Fan mail. Thanks for the fan mail, Brandon. <laughs> um, Thanks for having me on, guys. Absolutely. Uh, I listen as so soon, wait, I listen as, soon as they come out. I do too, because I'm like, uh, I'm like, uh, I left that going on too long. I like, uh. I like, need, I need some time away from, like, from when we do them. Like, I can't listen to them at least that week because it's too, a little too fresh. Like, I like, now like listening back it's it's a nice like refresher it is a little more fun to listen back to it when there's distance right for sure i just do it for editing purposes Uh, of course of course yeah like uh i should change that right anyway um dan what are your your regrets and Um, make it as nice as brandon's please (laughs) it's not i've said it a bunch of times already um maybe there's other regrets that i'm not thinking of but no it's my incorrect usage of the political ball in the mega in the mega tourney Ooh. Um, oh in the mega in the mega tourney in yeah the mega? what did you do jeremy jordan oh, right. the incorrect placement right. the i thought jeremy Jer- jeremy jordan i uh <laughs> <laughs> jeremy jordan i thought he could be around the world for some reason i like that was the song i had my, my sight set on that i was like okay that's the one i think i think jeremy jordan could beat that one uh, of course it wasn't gonna oh be that. of course it wasn't gonna beat that one i could have went with as yet probably would have beaten as yet i could have went with ub40 as we just learned a few minutes definitely. ago definitely like, it, it definitely would have beat that 100%. i don't know why I, I didn't think of those first it was just the way the show is set up not that I didn't have that much time to really look through the whole bracket to figure this out, right. you know, because we the bracket doesn't get revealed to us until like we start recording, you know, basically. So I don't know. I think we gave you you said, let me look at it. And you said, all right, I got it. I got it. I That's know. True. I you did look at it before we recorded. Yes. But I'm also not trying to like take all night to do that. I know I spend a long time doing and that's everything. never stopped right, you right. before. I know I take a long time to do everything. But this one, I went too fast. That's why it's a regret, because I t- mm, I take longer fast, to, I furious. take longer to do things. But that yeah. works for me. <laughs> so I do well, them, I do them correctly, and I did this incorrectly. That's true. That's I, true. Jeremy Jordan would have won versus those shit songs, and he may have won a second minute too. Who knows? Hey, um, I thought of a bad um regret for you, Dan. Okay. Listening back, I forgot about this. I listened to the draft episode of, of 1990. I have written down. Do you know how I got Go West? No. Oh, the trade? Dan, you you had Go West. Oh, we did the trade. King of wishful thinking. Yeah. We did a trade. The trade was this. I got King of wishful thinking by Go West, and you got Michael Bolton, How Can We Be Lovers. Oh, uh, yeah. 
that like uh, mix masters. Uh, what was that called? Like the bunny one, Jive Bunnies oh, mix masters. Sucked. Yeah. <laughs> and then also a, a pick, like a my fifth round pick. Right. I, the next. Uh, I the really next wanted round, to do something drums. like that with the trade ball that would include a pick. Yeah. It was the only trade on the show. It set the tone for kind of that whole year. Yeah. And I, I got Go West. I think I didn't know what the Go West song was, maybe. After yeah, I don't think you remembered how great it was. No, I because I'd never seen Pretty Woman, so like I didn't really know the song. But like I'd heard yeah. it, but like or I'd heard it at some point in the past. I, I don't know, but no, had I known what it was, I would have never done that. Um, but I knew Michael Bolton. Wanted Michael Bolton. Also, did I get a pick for the '91 draft? Is that yes. ended up being my worst pick? Ended up being by far my worst draft too. So, I mean, I didn't know the Go West song. I guess that's a regret now, but I didn't know it. I don't know. I just it was something I totally forgot about. So when I listened back to the draft, I was like, "Whoa!" I don't remember this being what happened at all. So it was fun to hear. Like, you know, I just remember the victory. Yeah, I I was very surprised to hear. Oh, that. I do regret um, just zoning out during that one song where Brandon got mad at me. I guess that's a regret too, because <laughs> that led to Brandon using the, the political. That led to Brandon yeah. using the political ball. I just zoned out. I think it was going up against the. Le- <laughs> yeah, it was more of like a lesson, like <laughs> than like him actually thinking the song was better. <laughs> Yeah. Dan, this is going to be a teaching moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, I paid extra attention the next time and, <laughs> and had my bullshit analysis. Um, well, it's funny because, like, I, I, I just I know you so well that it's not even I, I could just see on your eye, like in your <laughs> eyes, like when you're like where, when you're somewhere else. It, it happens. I could just, I just look like, at the screen and I'm like, dude, I, I just I it. get one thought and then it turns into ten thoughts and I, and then, I'll, and I'll I forget I, where I am. Like, I we all need. To escape sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> escape during the show. This is <laughs> yeah. like, oh man, I got, I got Dana Pre presents this week. I got to find the escape. <laughs> like, Dan, if you're going to escape on the show, then at least black out from alcohol. Uh, <laughs> classic. Um, so I There's don't probably really other any... regrets, but th- that's all I could think of right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, I, I, again, these aren't regrets. I just had two more things to point out before I guess we get to the last two like big things that we have to do. Um, we had a little segment on uh, what's the best musical bug. I thought that was really fun. Uh, we talked about cicada, like John Cicada, cicada, how like yeah. cicada was like the Philip class, like the rhythmic of the uh, yeah, of the world good. with the, the uh, that was, a, and then Dan says uh, like rhythm in section, like the like rhythm section in section. Uh, so oh. I thought that was I thought that was That's a great. decent joke by me. That's a decent yeah, joke. It was a really good one. <laughs> um, it's a three three out of five joke, I think. Yeah, that was really funny. And then um, uh, also in the Depeche Mode section with that whole thing, um, that was going up against Phil. Something happened on the way to heaven, and Dan, and Dan says this right. this isn't like a like a totally like a call out thing. I just think it's interesting that you had said like when because Depeche Mode lost to Phil, uh, you had said like oh Depeche Mode like really strong contender for reentry. In the mega tournament, because like it's so unique, it's so cool. But it's funny that Phil still got re-entered. Like Phil was still the one right. that got re-entered at the end oh. of the day. Oh, 
Uh, so, you know, I just thought that was a little interesting thing to point out. Um, mm-hmm. I already said Unskinny Buck. Right, Depeche uh, Mode. Regret, does Dan regret uh, go west? Um, I think that's it. I think those are all the extra things that I wrote down uh, upon my re-listen. Thank you. So we have two more things left. Yeah. Two more segments. I said we do artist discovery first, right? Yes. Okay. So these are our top three artist discoveries. Artists that we've learned about, discovered, through the process of this tournament. Not songs discovered by artists we know. Because that could no. that could honestly be we could its, do that. that could honestly be its own category. Yeah. Right. Artist discovery. But this artist is artist discovery. discovery. Um Is it me now? Is it me? I think I just did regret first. So yeah, it's Dan. Yeah, okay. Okay. Daniel. Um are just all three right now? Right? Top yeah, three. Just do all said? three. Yeah. Let's do it. I could be forgetting. Again, you know, I did this one kind of quickly. Uh, Mint Condition, number one, very easily for me. Um, me too. Immediately. It was my first pick of the Mega Draft. The album was awesome. Um, number two, I'm going with Joey Lawrence. That was a pleasant surprise. Whoa. That was a ple- Well, I guess you know him as an actor. Yeah, I was going to say. Right, right. You know, Discovery as a musician, though. Right, Discovery as a musician. That album I listened to, too. Very fun. Uh <laughs> Uh, but number three, I probably wouldn't have said this if not for the mega tourney and kind of like revisiting this, but uh, Jane Child, number three. Jane for, Child, my, yeah. my number two. Yeah, so good. I'm probably forgetting some good ones too, but those are the three off the cuff that were just amazing discoveries uh, for me this season. Um, I think I listened I just, to that album too. I think I did. Jane Child? Yeah. I have to listen to that. I have yeah, to listen to, listen to the that. Jane Child album and Men Condition album. Have to and the Joey Lawrence album. Yeah, they're all fun. But my third, my third place was a three-way tie of <laughs> N2U, <laughs> the band that I said before had a piano intro that was very Bruce. Roy Bitten-esque. He's a professor in Bruce Springsteen's mm. band. <laughs> I love that song. It was like Missing You, and it was about their dead mama. And then Immature. Oh my God! Oh, yeah, of course. These kids won my heart. <laughs> I love those kids. I would never lie to you. Oh my God! They went immaturely too in the in the sh- in the show in the so tournament. Marquez Houston, right? Yeah, and there was a kid with an eye patch. <laughs> it was so cool. <laughs> yeah. And then the third one is after seven. Yeah. The brothers of uh, Babyface. But I also want to say, Dan, I think you should have put uh, Rhythm <laughs> Syndicate. Was that the band? It's Rhythm Syndicate. I don't remember this Dude, at all, to be honest with you. you love this thing. I you fucking did. love you this did. thing, listening back. I remember watching videos with you of like their stage and how yeah. fucking crazy the band looks. I remember that. Yeah. I do not remember the song. I'm sorry. Re listen to the song. It should be in, on your list. Okay. I believe you. I believe you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 P-A-S-S-I-O-N. Yeah. Okay, it's coming back to me a little bit. Okay. I gotta look, yeah, I gotta, yeah. Rediscovery for, for Dan. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, I also had kind of, you know, Jane Child and Mint Condition as, like, 
tied because they, I guess, tied for number one because of their appearance back in the appearance and performance back in the mega tournament. Um, I yeah. love the Jane Child song so much. Yeah. Um, it's great. Uh, it, it really is, is, is a great one. And then my other two that I have up there are Lorena McKinnon and uh, Luscious Jackson. Uh, the Oh, right. right. Naked Eye is so cool. Like, really love that song. And then Lorena McKinnon's tune, the, the, uh, the Mummers dance, really great, too. So yes. those were um, my other ones for my top three. I technically knew Luscious Jackson beforehand, so I just why I didn't put it on my list. Yeah, I knew I knew the band existed, but I and I probably have heard that before, but I I really could not have like pulled it like knew it anywhere. Um, right, no, no, so. understandable. I was saying I love that song yeah, too. Yeah, it's a, it's a I, really it's cool basically song. a discovery, but I knew like a, I knew one song pretty well beforehand. Um, so yeah, that's uh, discovery section. And then I guess last up um, is this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be. Um, we may have to get into. We might have to step into the courtroom for this. You never know, right. like what's gonna happen. Because uh, <laughs> that's kind of this is how that came to be. This is how Judge Brave kind of was born. Was in one of these type of situations where we're gonna be yeah. taking the winner from the 1980 Board Bills tournament. And facing them off against the 1990, and we're going to vote to see the winners. Dave, do you have all the winners in front of you? Yes, I do. Sorry. Okay. So you can you can call the matchups? I can. Should we just go from 80, 80 90, 81, 91, yeah, yeah. all the way? Let's just do it. Through the whole list? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ready? Okay. So we have 1980s winner, JoJo by Bozgags. Right. Versus 1990s winner, King of Wishful Thinking by Go West. Okay. I don't need to fall at your feet just cause you cut me to the bone. I know who I'm going to pick. Can I go? Uh, what's the order? <laughs> I think it's me now. Oh, tr- yeah. Yes. It's you, then Brandon, then me. Yes. Yeah. I love Boz. I love JoJo. I love Skaggs, even. <laughs> but it's clearly King of Wishful Thinking. Very clearly. Song fills me with too much joy. I'm sorry, JoJo. Yeah, um, if I were in a scenario where, and this is how I'm going to, I think mostly how I'm going to treat it, unless something else comes to mind. Like, if I'm only allowed to ever listen to one song again, I'm going to pick Go West. I like JoJo. <laughs> I'm, happy to, I'm happy to have it in. That's the way to think about it. Yeah. Happy to have it in my memory. It's not like I'm going to forget it. Uh, so it's nice there, but I want to listen while I'm only stuck with one song uh, to be Go, go West, uh, King of Wishful Thinking. Yeah. I, I want to go out to Go West, meaning my life. <laughs> <laughs> I remember in... <laughs> I want to go out of this life with Go West, sorry. Uh, I remember in my 80s ranking of all the tournament winners, I think I had JoJo higher than both of you guys. I, I do really like you that did. song. Yeah. You did. I listened to it recently. I, yeah. I like the vibe of it. You know, it's, it's such a cool track. Um, but come on. Go West. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Un- no contest. Unbelievable song. I mean, I'm going to have a hard time 
in the in the final rankings. I mean, we'll get there. We're going to reveal that in one of these pod parts. But I mean, the final rankings for the nineties. I'm I'm going to have a hard time with my top like two. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be heartbreaking. Yeah. Speaking Go West. of heartbreaking, Go West sweep for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, keep. Are you keeping track of this, Brandon? Are you keeping track? Because we've got to keep score oh, here. Yeah. I'm sorry. Which yeah. decade is better? <laughs> okay. So three for the nineties, right there. Yeah. Well. Okay. It's one. It's not three. Okay. One for the one for the nineties. Carve it in. Carve it in scone. Scones. <laughs> <laughs> Carve it in stone and scone. Uh, to make it permanent. Okay. Uh, I know this next one, and it sucks. Heartbreak? You want to know about heartbreak, Yeah, this, this one sucks. <laughs> How about 1981's Living Inside Myself by Gino oh, Vanelli? Oh, Versus 1991's Love Will Never Do Without You by... Janet Jackson. God damn, man. I hate this one. I feel like I'm, I'm going to hate this one the most. But yeah, go ahead, Brandon. Or, yeah, go ahead, Brandon. This sucks. This really, really sucks. Um, if, if my life depended on it and I needed to make a decision in three seconds, I would say love will never do without you. I like that. I, appro- that. I like that approach, and right now my gut is Gino. But here's the thing. Here's why this isn't fair. Because we've just been the Janet songs overly talked about. It's I'm so like, yes. I, like it's it hasn't lost its luster. It's still amazing. You play the Janet song for the first time for me ever. I'm probably picking it over Gino, but. And also, I haven't listened to the G- anything Gino in a while. That's a part right. of this, too, which I know is never fair. It's never a fair way to do this. But it's real, though. The big Gino moments, I think, beat the big Janet moments song versus song. And, and I, I'm just, I'm a sucker. I'm a moment guy. I'm a sucker for song <laughs> moments. <laughs> um, moment guy. <laughs> like, I'm a moment guy. Uh, so, like... You know, when it gets like really big and plus I'm like, I'm reminiscing about us with that song and Janet, we all love, we did not get the, we never got that way though about that Janet song. I don't think so. I think we all loved it. Yeah. But I don't think we ever got the way we got with when we heard the Gino song live on the show for the first, like that first time, you know, like, so I'm remembering that. I'm voting Gino, man. I, I don't even believe myself, but I'm voting Gino. Janelle. <laughs> Jeanette. I, I was thinking about it, you know. Um, yeah, you know, I respect this Love Will Never Do song a lot. I adore it. I don't think I've ever put it at a, the peak level that you guys have. It's never been my number one when it came to us ranking our favorite songs that hit number one in 1991. It, this song wasn't my number one, and I don't regret it not being my number one. Um, it wasn't my number one favorite song from the Rhythm Nation album. It was high, but it was not number one. I don't think it was even number two. It was like f- maybe in the five, six area. So I will always love this song, 
I remember like on the 1991 board bills episode, I had to recreate this through robots <laughs> when we did the, 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 the rankings, right. you ranked this with your lovely wife, Leslie. Yeah. Right. As number one. Yeah. And that makes sense. It's a love connection song. <laughs> I don't have that love in my life. <laughs> I am living inside myself, my Gene. Oh my God. <laughs> and that's why Gino Vanelli speaks to me. Yeah. Gino. It's Gino for me. I'm sorry. I love both these, but Gino hits me. He speaks to guys like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, listen, I, I, I do not blame you guys for that. I, I, it's, it, this is, this is might be, this is probably going to be the hardest choice out of all of these, I would I would assume. So that goes that goes to the eighties. The yes. one goes to the eighties. Yep. Okay. True. One ninety. One eighties. Yep. Okay. So next is nineteen eighty two's "Love Is in Control." Finger on the trigger mm-hmm. by Donna Summer. Versus 1992's Diamonds and Pearls by Prince and the New Power Generation. This will be the day that you will hear me say that I will never run away. Dan, you're up. Uh, Diamonds and Pearls. Uh, Diamonds and Pearls for me, too. Yeah. Love a song, though. I want to say shout out to Donna Summer. I love a song. You guys, both of you guys kind of crapped on it in the 80s. I remember this. In the mega tournament, I ranked it number nine. Yeah, of, of kind of crapped on it, and I liked it a little more than, than both of you guys. I think. I think more so than maybe crapping on it. I I keep forgetting how it goes. I got my finger on the trigger. On the trigger. It's 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 a it's a Quincy Michael Jackson song right, from Diana Ross right, singing. It's right. P, it's PYT. And yeah, it, I just it just kind of doesn't stay in my brain. Um, yeah, when you think of Donna Summer, you like never think of this song. Um, That's part of it for me. I love Donna Summer. I would say she's up there for one of my favorites artists from the seventies. But I don't ever think about the song. I still really like it. I think it's a song that I should listen to more and give it more of a time of day. But still, even at that, it doesn't touch Diamonds and Pearls. No, diamonds no. and Pearls you know? are yeah the crown jewels. Yeah. yeah. All right, so 1992 wins that matchup. The 90s got two. Yep. Okay. Next up is an easy one for me. Don't know about you guys. Or it might be easy in the opposite direction. 1983's One on One by Hall Notes. I'm tired of playing on the team. It seems I don't get time Versus 1993's Another Sad Love Song by Tony Braxton. Oh, Oh shit. Tony. Tony. I love Tony Braxton a lot. I love Whole Notes too. Never have been too high on this one on one song. Another lo- sad love song? As it goes on and on with each minute, is so dynamite. And it's like definitely probably one of the best showcases of Tony Braxton's voice. So is a one-on-one song, but I just like, I love an- another sad love song. I love sad songs versus <laughs> these love songs, I guess. Another sad so- love song versus yeah, love true, songs. Yeah, it's truly yeah. another sad love song that I'm picking. Yeah. Um, 
I I love the other sad love song, but this is a this is an easy one on one matchup for me to choose one on one. Oh man, I I feel like I'm probably I feel like I'm very in between because I love another sad love song. I've said before, it's I think it's the best. I think it's my favorite, Tony Braxton. Um, I was very pumped when it won that tournament, but it's it's like a top three, top two Hall and Oates song. I gotta go Hall and Oates. Yeah. I got to go Hall Notes. It's one-on-one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even if it's the best Tony Braxton song, it's an artist that you, you know, don't have respect for. So, like, (laughs) clearly you're going to love Hall Notes more. Hall Notes, it's it's just closer to me. (laughs) It's the best way. Yeah, like, it's feel things when I listen to that Hall Notes song that I don't feel listening to Tony Braxton. Sorry, sorry, Tony. Dan, we drove... You love Hall & Oates so much that when you were thinking about them, you drove into a truck uh, at, a, at a stop sign. Oh, my God. Yep. On the way to the concert because you just couldn't wait to get there. You just said, I'm just going <laughs> to... Yeah, me and Brandon's weird car rides where <laughs> an accident always happens. <laughs> Anytime we were me seriously, and in a car together. It was, the, it was the most bizarre thing. It's like, we weren't at the stop sign. The truck was at the stop sign, but Dan was still looking both ways to see when he could go. But when it was safe to go for the truck, Dan went. And so it just went into the back of the truck. Yeah, it made no oh, sense. Man. It's hard to explain. But it's I mean, actually, Brandon did, Brandon did a pretty good job of explaining it, actually. That's like. Um, yeah, he was just on. like being the, the the POV of the truck in front of him and just forgot the truck was there. Uh, yeah, I was like inching forward, and, but the, and the truck was still there. Inching. <laughs> Yeah, th- yeah, thinking the truck would already made its turn, did yeah. not. The guy came out and was like, "Dude, what the hell?" And like, he had such a big truck that it didn't matter. Like, it made no, no damage, and he was just like, "Go, just like go." Yeah. Wow, that's um one of those stories that uh, I can't wait to tell on to the to the next person I see. Like, it's a <laughs> it's gonna be a great uh, all right we, oratory. We can cut that out. Um, what's the next journey? Nice uh, anecdote. I'm gonna go. What's those things like the uh, the storytelling shows? The moth, the moth. I'm gonna go, like, <laughs> gonna go on the moth telling that story. VH1 storytellers. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's the 1984 batch up? Okay. 1984 is automatic by Pointer Sisters. Look what you're doing to me. I'm at your All of my and it's versus 1994's Prayer for the Dying by Seal. Um, I'm up first, right? Yes, because you voted first. No, Dennis. No, you are. Sorry. I am. Um, it's a pretty automatic vote for me. Automatic. Okay, I'm remembering automatic now. Then, okay, prayer for the dying. Help me, Brandon. People. As a chorus go, because uh, I keep thinking like, of "Don't Cry." It kind of sounds like "I'll Be Waiting for You." It's like feels like a It's like I can't All think of the other. of these things have turned. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, see, I, I, you I, might not know. What I'm feeling. Yeah, it's Something a good. Like I like. I like this instead of playing this song. I like this. <laughs> I do. We should just keep doing this. I uh, do okay. love the Seal song. I do, but uh, automatic is, is we- just. This is, is a weird one for me. It's two very different parts of my brain. Um, <laughs> it is right. two very different things, but automatic is like I, I love. I love that song now. 
I'd love it too. I'm not as into it as you guys. I do specifically remember that, but it's great. The album is awesome. The album is really good. I remember. The album is yeah, solid as yeah, hell. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> um, that was one of my favorites. I was going through some of the Turney albums. <sighs> well, I mean, Dave, you're, I mean, Dave's easily automatic here, so my vote doesn't even matter. Um, <laughs> you don't know that. It's probably automatic. It's automatic. No, no you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. I'm going to vote for Prayer for the Dying just because who cares? Okay. Yeah. I'm voting for automatic. Yeah. I can't That's see fine. how I couldn't. I think automatic was my second favorite song of the 80s. Right. Yeah. It was number 10 for Dan. I do <laughs> yeah. like this this seal song. Like us singing it. I do love that part of the song. Yeah, it's I, a great I, I part. I forgot about it. Yeah. Because like the whole like first minute and a half it, is like yeah. not so great. Mm-hmm. So I love all of automatic. That's one that and, has just gotten better every single time for me. Yeah, and Ruth Pointer's low Un- voice. Unreal voice. Right. Unreal. Oh, yeah. Seventh wonder of the world. <laughs> Stick it with my prayer for the dying vote. <laughs> sure. Um, I feel I feel something with that one. Automatic, I just enjoy. That's fair. All right, so what's 19? You're shallow. What is- <laughs> <laughs> you're, so- you're, you're, you're voting for the song called Prayer for the Dying. That's pretty shallow. <laughs> you sucker. You're a sucker. Hey, but you know what okay. doesn't stay shallow? Seals. <laughs> that's true. That's true. They go deep. deep. I don't even know if that's true. <laughs> I don't think so. They're pretty yeah, surface level. They, they, they chill. They pretty, pretty surface chill. They like live yeah. at the beach. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So 1985 uh, brought us the winner, Sugar Walls by Sheena Easton. That's versing Runaway by oh. Janet Jackson. Oh, interesting one. <laughs> You're up, Danny. Um, uh, Runaway. E- kind of easy for me. Kind of easy for Runaway me. Runaway easily. Yeah. I was... Sugar Walls grew on me. You guys, like, I feel like really got me kind of into Sugar Walls. I, like, I remembering the show and... <laughs> uh, it's really good. But Runaway, no, Runaway is so cool. I'm, I'm more in Runaway, yeah. Let me tell you something, Danny. I never left Sheena Easton's Sugar Walls. I'm still in them. I've been inside Sugar Walls this whole time. Um, it's a euphemism euphemism for her vagina. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I, I, yeah, I love this song so much. It's like a standout Sheena Easton song. Kind of how I feel about Love Will Never Do, but... Even more so, I love Runaway. Definitely a top 20 song by Janet, but I put a lot of Janet songs over it. So it's not too special for me when it comes to Janet. Sugar Walls is like the best Sheena Easton song by a, by a long run. Maybe not by a long run. That's too harsh, but it's a really, really great song. And like listening back to it, it's one of those songs because of the Prince aspect of it. Every time you listen to it, there's new things. There's new special pizzazzy sprinklings in there that you haven't noticed before. So it's a great song to return to. So is Runaway, but I just think Sugar Walls is a little bit more special to me. Damn. I definitely put Runaway towards the top of my favorite Janet songs, but Sugar Walls is like, kind of magical now 
for me. It's become it's become like a all timer favorite song. Um, cool. Just nothing kind of sounding like it. Um, yeah. So unique and executed in a cool way. Um, it it hurts. It hurts a little less because of me voting for Janet for Love Will Never Do Without You. But I mean, Sugar Walls is just like I don't know. It I I've that's become. I think about that song a lot. <laughs> it's just it also is just one of the best '80s sounding songs. Yeah, it couldn't happen any other time, any other way. No, it's just it's a perfect storm. Prince. It happened because it's like five, no, six years into the '80s, so all the technology is there, all the culture has been like solidified into making something so supremely '80s. It's something that Elvis Costello has talked about that, like, with writing, like, you know, like, the 80s did something with music because of the tech. Like, it really is because of the right. technology that this sounds literally only could have happened because of that. And right. between that and Prince and her and it's just everything about it, it's just, it's yeah. so cool. Those vocals. So, uh, like, yeah, thinking about the end when she's, like, doing her scoops and having all that fun she's scooping yeah. yeah she's doing a lot of scooping yeah scooping um, like the the candy she like works at cold feed stone her sugar walls exactly so uh yeah sugar walls is my vote another win for the 80s yep wow uh so 87 we have yeah, runaway uh way better video 80, 80. sorry 86 we have who's johnny by eldebarge yeah this was the funny one that i knew was coming Versus Lady by El D'Angelo. <laughs> this is such a funny one. Is this me now? Or now? Uh, oh, no, it's or, me. Or Brandon? Okay, go ahead. Uh, yeah. No, 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 it's me. Oh, it's you. Yeah, because I... Yeah, because yeah, yes. I, I picked yes. Runaway right away last year, yeah. Right. I am voting for Who's Johnny by Eldebarge. You're at, oh my, that's crazy. <laughs> I didn't expect that, but I kind of get it. Like, you know, Dan said it on the, the 1990 episode, how like King of Wishful Thinking has that Eldebarge energy, Who's Johnny energy. Yeah. And when you find songs like that, you want to keep them close, you know? And I love Lady by D'Angelo, but I kind of similar to Janet. Like I love D'Angelo. Way more than El DeBarge. Other songs by D'Angelo just touch me way more. Like, I have like two albums worth that I like pretty much every song on them more than Lady. Maybe not, but like close to it. Like, most of the songs from both Voodoo and Black. Sorry, Messiah? Messiah? Yeah. No. Yeah, Black Messiah. Yeah, Black Messiah. Everything on those two albums I like almost more than Lady. So, I love Lady, but I feel like. He gets even better, D'Angelo. While Who's Johnny is clearly Elder Barge's peak. <laughs> and it's a funny song from a dumb 80s movie. It's 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 not going to not make you happy. Okay. I kind of agree with everything you said. Um, I recently listened to Black Messiah for the first time in a while. And it's not that I... Like, I like Lady more than brown sugar i definitely think it is more uh, for me it's definitely more enjoyable as a whole 
but um, yeah, I prefer the next two albums more. Here's my problem. I feel a little fraudulent saying that I would like Who's Johnny, though, as much as you would. Like, it's not that I don't, like, like, I love that song. I do find it fun. I don't have, I feel, I would feel fraudulent voting for it over Lady, even though I kind of feel the exact same way as you do. So I'm going to vote for D'Angelo and let Dan be the decider. <laughs> it's so, it's, I'm happy you said that, because, like, it's insane to vote for a song like Who's Johnny over any D'Angelo song. <laughs> like it's it's D'Angelo. He's like a brilliant, like I know. Unbelievably I, talented. I agree. With you. I agree. He's, like, he is so brilliant, yeah. It's just it's it's just a very funny thing to vote for Who's Johnny instead, but like I think Dave swayed me. I yeah. wasn't gonna like, it's it's <laughs> it's it's just it's the true it's true. It really is true. Like I am gonna listen to Who's yeah. Johnny. Yeah, I probably there's more times in my life where I'd rather listen to something like that than put on Lady, I guess. And yeah, I, if I'm gonna put on D'Angelo, it's gonna be the later stuff. Um, Lady was so good; it was cool. Um, it just kind of vibes, you know, right? Who's Johnny has all the different like insane parts. Like if it, it, who's Johnny Blast? If it was, how does it feel? I mean, it would be like no question for me. That yeah, D'Angelo. But we're not talking about right. that. Right. I'm just I'm just trying to like think about it in my head. That right. I wish I I I envy your confidence to say who's Johnny. <laughs> I, I, I I know I, that's where I'm at. Like, and also I don't, because I think you he, love it. I think you'd like it probably just like a li- like more than me too. Like I maybe yeah. I'm also thinking like I listened to Brown Sugar recently, and it's an album I can appreciate. But it's not something I'm going to be listening to that much. I, Lady was I kind of a standout on the album, but like half of the album is like not really too memorable to me. While Voodoo is one of my favorite albums of all time, like seriously, mm-hmm. like front to back, and Black Messiah is up there too. Yeah. So, eh, who's Johnny? <laughs> <laughs> that's such a magical yeah. singular song. All right, like, that's it. That's it. That's it. You did it. Uh, who's Johnny? <laughs> it's more me- memorable is the word. Memorable is the word. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, who's Johnny? She said. And then, can we put on who's Johnny? Yeah, can we actually? Yeah, can we put on a little bit of who's Johnny? Because that song it, is Wasn't so there something phenomenal. insane in the middle that happened? Yeah. Because like, I'm trying to think of it, and I, I, I keep Brass thinking of, of Scritty Politi instead. <laughs> but also it does like a weird vocal, like weird <laughs> instrumental. Yeah, and it starts off like with the fade in. Right. Hola, hola. <laughs> yeah, feel good about my vote already. <laughs> and Elder Barge is, is one hell of a singer, too. Yeah. Remember the part in the middle now. Who's 
that's so good. It, okay, I'm changing my vote officially. <laughs> I can't. That's that's so good. No, remember the part was like, who is who? Who is who? Yeah. Like, like it does that? It does that like remix? Yeah. Like later in the song, I remember that too. I always forget how much that one part also kind of sounds like. Let's hear it for the boy. But he's no Romeo. Yeah. Like, yes. Who is Johnny? All right. So I'm happy yeah. you made your case, Dave. Yep. Thank you. Great. So 80s again. 80s again. Wow, man. 90s right. gonna need need to come back here. Yeah, three more. 87s. You got the look by Prince. You walked in. I woke up. I've never seen a Versus, where have all the cowboys gone? By Paula Cole. Oh, interesting one. Okay. This is, a, this is a really cool one. Um, remember that Paula Cole said she was directly inspired by Prince himself for the mm-hmm. lack of bass in this song. Correct. Yeah. Huh. Is it me? Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 I love you got the look. Um, I like it even more than I have in the past, but Where Have All the Cowboys Gone has kind of joined that Sugar Walls new love family I, I, it's love it, love it too much. Gotcha, Paul. You're got my vote. Um, I'm Paula Cole here too. And I think, as you guys remember, both, both the Prince winners, she, you know, including Sheena Easton and Prince, you got the look. I was never as up on these songs as you guys were. Yeah. I think they're good. I think they're cool. I think they're deserving. But I, I, I like. I like diamonds and pearls and some of the '90s stuff that Prince does way more for some reason. I'm just I'm like, I like it a lot, and I need to continue my Prince journey. But yeah, I'm more into Where Have All the Cowboys Gone. That song is too unique and just I like the vibe more. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Pola as well. The, oh wow, the, you got the look is a phenomenal Prince song. Like Brandon said, I learned to appreciate it even more through the tournament. But where have all the cowboys gone? Is another like song by an artist where like they just like really hit it on the nose that one time, yeah. and it's a really perfect song. So nothing really sounds like it too, too in its own lane to ignore. Sweep, Paula swept it. Um, wow, that was quick. Happy to have that song in my life. Again, uh, mm-hmm. let's do 1998 versus 1988. Okay, so 88 brought us Don't oh, Shed no. a Tear. I know, I know what this Paul is. <laughs> I know what this Karak. is. Don't do this to me. Versus Nobody's Supposed to Be Here by Deb Cox. Oh, my God. I know what's going to happen. Is it my turn? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's Paul Carrick for me. PC. Yeah. Don't feel great about it, but I love that song too much. Love that song too much. Uh, that is everything I love in one song. Nobody's Supposed to Be Here is amazing. Don't get me wrong. Power vocal. I'm obsessed with it. More obsessed with the Paul Carrick song. I always will be. Um, this is probably the, the hardest matchup for me. Because I think I said the Paul Carrick song is so good at being both like Miami Vice, <laughs> 80s cool, 
and then also like over the top right kooky cheesy 80s yeah and in one song and and somehow makes it work but deborah cox nobody's supposed to be here is just too good too good from a songwriting perspective production perspective and performance perspective i love it too much i think it's one of the most like perfect songs in general so that's why i'm voting for deb burrah this is a nobody's supposed to be here is a timeless song it it, it's like it's like very much in that category that uh i've mentioned and that uh friend and listener uh, Joe has kind of referenced on his own too songs that just kind of always existed, just like these melodies that make sense uh, in, a, in a universe <laughs> point of view. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just makes so much sense. It just as, makes as a song. yeah. It's just it's just like is this? Are you sure this melody wasn't public domain? Like are you like you know? It's just existed. It was just pulled from the air. Right. However, I, I have this is the one where I feel I feel that not fraudulent to say i'm gonna vote for don't shed a tear because whoa because i can feel that because it's like i i feel very similarly with lady versus who's johnny we're like in a vacuum nobody's supposed to be here is like better uh and it's it's more impressive it's more quality but i don't have as much of an emotional or like attachment to it and it's not that's not even to say that I maybe even like I think I like don't shed a tear in who's Johnny like almost the same on an enjoyment level but I just have a little bit more confidence in it probably because of how much I like D'Angelo to vote again right how, but um so I'm gonna vote for don't don't shed a tear wow but, fair enough all right so not again. expecting that result I was I thought I it was gonna be the only s- Paul Carrick mm-hmm. uh, vote I know Brandon doesn't connect with that song as much. As yeah. I, I do for sure. Like in the mega tournament, he was like, it's really good, but I, he was feeling the other songs more. So like, it doesn't surprise me. Um, and I understand it. So, uh, 1989. Here's the last 88. one. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I wrote the wrong year. 1980. Yes. 1989. 1989. Yeah, this Giving is... you the best that I got by Anita B. Ain't there something I can give? In exchange for everything Anita Baker versus When You Believe by Mariah C and Whitney H. Carrie and Lisa. Um, this is Dave. This is me. It's this is an easy one. Giving you the best that I got. It's just a better song. And I mean, they're probably pretty comparable when it comes to vocal performance, but giving you the best that I got is just a way better song. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm voting that too. Um, yeah, me too. Easily. No, not, you know, not a disrespect to when you believe, but it, yeah, it's just, um, it's got a lot going for it. Wow. So 80s kind of, kind of cleaned up in this, uh, this time Damn. around. It's three Six. against. Seven, three against seven. Seven wow. to three. Whoa. Holy. So 90s won. <laughs> the winners from the 90s were Go West, uh, Diamonds and Pearls, and Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? Wow. And we got uh, one more. Let's were, do di- those were all sweeps. One more. Let's do Diamonds and Pearls versus Anita Baker right now. 
Oh, yeah. Diamonds and Pearls Di- versus Anita Baker. Uh, winner versus winner. Oh, man. It's oh. an I interesting know? one. That's an interesting one. This is a tough one. Damn. Just different loves. It, yeah. It's it's Diamonds and Pearls for me. I'm not as easy. I mean, I get it. I'm obsessed with Diamonds and Pearls now. It's so nuts, but... Anita Baker, again, I, I keep using this thing, the same shit over and over again to describe So I don't know how else to describe <laughs> things anymore. Dan, Dan, My brain it's is jovial. done. It's jovial. Um, I don't think that applies to what I want to... So I'm pretty sure it doesn't apply. Uh, but Anita Baker puts me in a zone unlike most zones. Yeah. Um, that other songs put me in. I mean, this it's... It is so perfect, and her yeah. voice and the whole th- like. Remember, like maybe we should play it. Where it's like it's a great, a great way to. Play it has it. been. It has been a while. Where, where it's like she goes nah, 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 nah. like that part. Like yeah. We know diamonds and pearls up and down at this point. Well, as much as we can, it's insane. <laughs> diamonds and pearls for the tournament, minute versus minute, but in life giving you the best that I got, I think almost I th- easily for me. I think that's kind of what, not easily for me, but I think that's kind of where I lean to. I think so. It's, I like Anita Baker. Right. The best take I got me to as that a, zone. Like Dan said, take me to that, the Baker zone. I, yeah, I, like there's so much good coming from diamonds and pearls. It's so incredible. It's like a work of art. Right. But don't you want to go to the Baker zone? Right. It's funny. I'm I'm, I'm seriously sitting here trying to think of what song, not even just of winners from the '80s, or for like from any Dan and Brave thing that would beat Diamonds and Pearls in this like context. Um, '80s, in terms of like one on one, yeah, it's or or what we're saying, yeah, like taking you to a zone. No, like beating, yeah, like beating Diamonds and Pearls, like. I don't uh, know. There's, it there's has not, to be there, another song. <laughs> there's not many. I mean, I think honestly, it, like uh, maybe Sugar Walls. Sugar Walls would be tough. Um, Loving you, the Roberta Flack song. Like I'm thinking of. Loving you would by. Be, would beat Diamonds and Pearls. Like that would be like a close, a tougher, like a tough matchup for me. Yeah. Uh, Whoa, Paul Carrick. Paul Carrick. Paul Carrick would be a tough matchup for me. I'm obsessed with. Yeah, Paul I Carrick, would put so. that up there. I mean, loving you is the song that more song like just make the just make the, your song that song. Wait, what? Oh is yeah, it? yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, <laughs> your song that song. That yeah, was like a like, thing Brandon said. Like more songs should just be. Oh like that right, song. Like, right. And now like, I'm kind of remember just, it. Like, I think I liked it. it. I I maybe haven't listened to it as not, as much as you, but I don't know if I would put it on on that level. But who who's Johnny? No. <laughs> take a bow. Take a bow is a tough one. Um, in oh, a no, tournament? Mean, uh, I, live to tell. I can't tell if we're live talking to about tell. tournaments oh, or but, zones here. No, I'm just talking about like head to head. Like, like any in song. This, this, in this kind of category? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would put some of those songs definitely over it. Take a bow. What, what about Scritty Politty, Brandon? Scritty Politty? No, I don't think no. that beats Diamonds and Pearls for me. No. But I do tend, I do kind of oh, tend to go maybe, towards maybe Robert Palmer, more. maybe Robert Palmer. Palmer, I, I would put Palmer song. over it. Yeah, song versus song, Palmer. So the official winner is giving you the best that I got. Yeah. yeah. Can we put it on, please? Let's go back to the eighties. 
And with that, let's say goodbye to our listeners on this very special part one of the Mega Phil's 90s wrap-up episode. Also part six. And part six of the saga. The saga. The tournament saga. Genesis. This has been, um, yeah, the saga Genesis. Genesis. Lady Saga. Great You're not saga. sharing uh, the audio, Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We, yeah, oh, yeah, you are. I'm sorry. Yeah, you are. I'm sorry. Jerk. Um, this has been uh, this episode that we just said it was. Uh, my name is presenter Brandon, the opening act, leadoff hitter, above the title. We'll be back for pod part two of the wrap-up show. Or maybe we split up this one. This is pretty long. <laughs> we might just have to. <laughs> uh, presenter number two, presenter Danny here. Um, I love this zone, and I love being in really any zone with you guys when we do this show, but mostly this kind of zone. Yeah, this is like the zone that is the most comforting. I'm Dave Clone. I am the third D of 3D, and uh, let's give three C's, cheers, to this pod part one, exploration. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>